swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, right then. Welcome back to This Is Tram, yeah. It is, um, once again, for the second year on the run, it's the promotion special. Hey! We got promoted last Saturday at Wembley. I don't know if you know. I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware. We did, didn't we? We did. Let's get that straight again. We did do it. <laughs> we did. It did happen. Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely happening. It did, didn't it? Yeah, league we done one. it. Here we league go. one. That year, that's that league. We got so tired of where we were like genuinely. Some people were going. I'd, I'd rather just get relegated out of it to get out this league. To be honest, it's doing me out. We'll have some fun in league two. They said. <laughs> no, we won't. For about ten years, we were like the unflushable third of league one when we we were. We were 23rd all season until mid-April where we scraped 19th. Or we were top year. until Christmas. <laughs> yeah, except one year where we were top in summer. We always found a way of finishing 12th summer. <laughs> we were top. It was almost impossible to fall off the playoffs. And we did it and managed to finish 13th. We weren't even close to the playoffs. We done it well, didn't we? The only teams we top on Christmas and your league's over by January. <laughs> Do you know what though? We're finally back in League One. And we finally got them glamour games. The bit we're playing against, we're, we're up against the big boys, Accrington, Gillingham, Burton, Burton, the big boys, AFC Wimbledon. At least. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The real big boys. Yeah. Can no. we turn down a promotion? Is that possible? <laughs> Voluntary, oh, right? Or just go up two leagues instead? Yeah, we'll have that on the bright side. Go on, try and cheer us up. There's no Stevenage anymore. Hey. There's no Crawley anymore. Yeah. Hey. There's no, we're t- now two levels ahead of Yeovil. Yeah, hey. fuck. I'm not counting it unless. No Macclesfield anymore. God bless them. Oh, mind the gap. All right. As they say. Mind the gap Bolton, by the way, but we'll come to that later. Oh. That was uh, that was Lincoln anyway, by the way. Mind the gap. No, but some Macclesfield fans done it as well. Oh, did they? No, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Unoriginal. Classless. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't know about Lincoln, they blocked me. Shall we uh, shall we introduce ourselves? Oh yes, good lord, yes, Matt Hibbert here, Tramia <laughs> fan, uh, DJ in Liverpool, Bob off Street for my sins, etc, etc. Et Joined, as ever, by the illustrious podcast panel. Paul Harper. Jake Keel. Now, we should point out there's two things here that, have to, that as a result of the promotion have to happen. Paul has to reveal, well, for once and for all, why he was sacked under cloud by Tramia. I was not sacked. We have to tell the truth this one. And Jake, as who was it pointed out? Who was the guy who grashed you up? 
Who went back and listened to the July season preview from oh, last year. Podcast police. Yeah. I'll never forgive him for this. The plod- I, I had even the, forgot all this. The podcast. <laughs> found that JKO said if we could be promoted this year, you'd get a tattoo of Zumana Bakioko playing with a yo yo. Because mm-hmm. what goes down must come up. And I'm afraid. I mean, you'll notice that, like, w- <laughs> within 10 minutes of the full time whistle, I had tweeted out. And it had like 90 <laughs> likes. Yeah, yeah. Before I'd even seen it, it had, it had like 30, 40 <laughs> likes. And I was like, oh, great, okay. There's no going back on that one then, is there? We're just, we've just been Googling. Yo-yo tattoos. And there's very, very, very... Surprisingly, rare. there's not many of them. <laughs> Jesus wept. It's going to be fun, though, isn't it? Mm. It was... Um, should we just talk about Saturday in general first? The whole day? Yeah. Talk about how we got down. I mean, like, Paul, you went to train the day before? Yeah, we went down on Friday. Quite a few people did that, I think, didn't they? Because yeah. the trains were a nightmare on the Saturday, weren't they? Yeah. We'll get onto the train home in a bit. Oh god! Oh god. <laughs> you get yeah. onto the train home a bit. You haven't even come home yet. No, no wonder you look so dishevelled, pissed up. Probably still typical. Yeah. No wonder you got the fired. You can't turn up for work in a state like that, can you? We'll talk about that later. And if Paul <laughs> says he can't remember or didn't happen, well, me and you will recite the story. Jake, we could never forget, could we? <laughs> no, can't unsee that. I still have flashbacks. <laughs> oh, I haven't slept since. So. Like I, we got our own coach down um, from outside my mates, and it was we got spent a bit more money, you know. You got you got every now and again. Executive coach, wasn't it? It's was players coach. It players had a kitch, coach. It had a fucking kitchen on it, right? <laughs> nice Did you my, use the kitchen? Yeah, well, we used the fridge <laughs> and the freezer. Okay, for refreshments. The freezer. It was made. It was unreal. It was. Feel, ni- I hope you filled the freezer with white magnums. Right by the time I knew there was a freezer, it was too late. All all we had in it was. More beer. Non-alcoholic drinks. drinks. Yeah, of course, because it's illegal to drink on the way to the football, mate. And we wouldn't do such a thing, Paul. Um, it was nicer than my kitchen in this house. It was <laughs> like, it was a joke. It was annoying me how nice it was. Toilet, on the other hand, still just a box down the toilet. Yeah, but every seat had a table and it was just like, ah, leg room. And our coach was the the one that went viral with the Mike Dean. <laughs> just a coach, we're, we're all Mike Dean. Yeah, yeah. that was... That was classic. Yeah, still. Do you know what? My cousin bought them masks. He texted me the week before going, it's got 25 McD masks there. I'm like, where from? He went, the internet. And he went, £3.70, I think he paid for 25 of them. Little did he know the chaos they would cause. Mike Dean himself sporting one in the torch. Did he? Yeah, we've got a video there. and I've got a video of him with it on and taking it off. And it's like, is he even wearing one? <laughs> but, um, a bit like um, the actual team coach. I believe Mr. Norwood was um, playing with the uh, Tranmere face masks. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the Can we talk about them? Because did you buy a set? No. I bought a set. Me and one wanted a set, so I bought them. Like, I know they probably quick get this stuff out for the final. The Mark Palios one, the eye holes weren't on his eyes. <laughs> right. The Scott Davis one, he looks like he's got a bald egghead. Yeah. Which must have been done as a wind-up, surely. Hopefully, he so. looks like. Do you remember that film Coneheads with Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. <laughs> looks like one of them. The one thing I need to talk about with this: eyes are almost shaped like ovals. Yeah, but the ovals horizontal on the side. 
They put these oh, <laughs> yeah. these they like all had eyes like, like an egg. bunny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like <laughs> Looney Tunes eyes. Where they were really skinny and long, and it was really, really, really getting to me. No one has eyes like this. it was scary, wasn't <laughs> no it? No one has, and it must have been difficult to see ourselves. Who did that? Draken, Liam Coots. No, Joanne. Absolute. Bla- There's only one guy dead. to blame now that Paul's not there. Coomsey. <laughs> Don't say so, that, he'll be so stressed. <laughs> yeah, he's probably st- he's still worrying about something, I, isn't I, he? I think Coombs, he would have been just as stressed as me about them wonky eyes. Yeah, he will have been. I bet they, they must have got the packs in of all of them, and they probably went to someone. It, here's the template. Put this over and cut out round them. And without going, do you want me to do it vertical or horizontal? They've gone, come on, use your common sense. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so we end up with yeah the Looney Tunes Tramia collection it's underestimated isn't it people's common sense <laughs> some people haven't got any present company accepted obviously so my coach down was not, not a nice quiet affair Jake imagine yours was an equally quiet affair saw a few videos of yourself and Mitchell Duggan did you yeah it was um, I saw I saw a couple of cans of uh, European lager you did not hmm our coach <laughs> Right. Don't, make, don't turn this into a podcast. How's all this for legal? <laughs> is, someone, it, is, is this a disclaimer? Someone oversold our coach. <laughs> <laughs> Two people the whole way there and back had to stand. <laughs> it's a five-hour journey. <laughs> I, I stood for about nine hours of it. I was sat down for the first hour and Mitch was stood up. And my knees were hurting sitting down because we were in a great deal of room. No, you, you so, looked like it so was... So I spent like nine hours and stood up. <laughs> But yeah, um, by the end of the day, safe time, my heels were very, very, very sore. <laughs> I'd been stood up from like seven o'clock in the morning till midnight. Okay, uh, w- right. I'm not going to make any comment about this coach being oversold. Where was this coach departing from? No comment. Where was this coach departing from? <laughs> Brenton Park. <laughs> Where was this coach departing from? <laughs> what pub was this coach departing from? No comment. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about my lawyer. <laughs> He's the one who oversold it. It was. Do you I also know why it was oversold. I know whose fault it was to blame. Someone went. And yeah, I'm not going to name any Mitchell Duggan names. Okay, no, perfectly fair. <laughs> the thing is, it was entirely his fault. By the way, and that, that is all, that is proven fact. <laughs> about like these ones, I said it. I went off on a rant on the last one, the, the um, Wembley special. These trips down. And like the day with your friends and your family on these, even if you stood up on these coaches, even if you got a coach with the Mike Deans, even like they're just like that. That's what you remember. Luckily, we've had a couple of memorable games the last couple of years, but these trips down, like are just the greatest times of your life. Honestly, they are, aren't they? Even if they're at the time, you're like, this is a this is fucking hell on earth. Yeah, and luckily for you, you've got a video that went. Viral about well, two million times. Or when you're a viral superstar. Oh, yeah, you, you're used to this kind of thing, obviously. Yeah, I was like, how many views? A million? Not good enough, mate. It's not 10 million. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Like it. The thing about when... The, I mean, for a start, the weather. Where'd that weather come from? Ooh. Unbelievable, wasn't it? No, I don't know about you. <laughs> for me. To what? My little section... Was in the sun for the full ninety minutes. What block? What block were you in? One oh eight, and for the full nine, right by the front for the full ninety minutes, and then it added, which I completely forgot about. Um, Extra time, 
plus all the torch before the game fan part torch it. was like oh being in God. hell my it was that hot wasn't it was it my I didn't actually get to go well, you're barred aren't you I'm barred yeah, yeah obviously and um, on the coach on the way home that night like, I couldn't move my eyebrows <laughs> the lad sat next to me was in jeans well I yeah and he looked at me after about Liam Ride all sending off kind of seconds <laughs> and said my legs are burning me <laughs> it's going to be a long day should we go and sit in the shade but we battled it out we stayed oh. we took the sunstroke yeah it was like I'd brought me I'd, I'd tried to go for lucky so I had the same exact outfit on I'd worn at Forest Green two weeks before and then I had me like me Adidas jacket that I'd worn the previous year and so you mix and match yeah I was like two lots of superstitions yeah so we got off the coach and it was we, we got there like just after midday like five past twelve and it was warm but there was a bit of a breeze it wasn't quite boiling up by that point and I was do I bring me jacket do I bring it got off the coach I was like I get off the coach and feel I was like it's warm but normally you're sat in the shit I knew we were at the end where if, the, if it's sunny you get the sun from like the forest green game yeah and I, I, and I went, no, do you know what? I'm gonna. I've got this big P Price flag around my neck and my scarf. That'll do. And then we walking up the road to the torch down Wembley Way. And then I swear, the moment I walked in the torch. By the way, I had my mum gave me a Tramia pin, um, a Tramia badge. I love Tramia from 1990. The ones my mum and my dad had. And I was like, I don't want to put it on my t-shirt. I, I was like, I didn't wear this. At Forest Green all last year. Uh, so I had it in my jeans pocket. And if you went in the torch, you proper searched it, didn't he? Like, made you empty your pockets. So I got my wallet and my phone out of my pockets. I had that in my back pocket and forgot. This poor bouncer stuck his hand in my back pocket and went, Ah! His finger was bleeding. <laughs> you went, what the fuck you know you got in there? And I was like, Ah! And he went, you fuck. Needles. <laughs> Unlucky lad, Birkenhead one, London nil. <laughs> um, but then... You got in the torch, and I swear to God, that beer garden in the torch must have been 30 degrees or higher. There was no wind, was there? There was a massive barbecue going on. It was fucking boil. It was boiling hot. It was like getting off the plane on Aldi. It was that hot. Like, um, and then getting served. Did you get a bevy? Yeah. I went to Bottle Bar outside. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. The bottle bar only sold Budweiser. The only bottles they had in the torch Bottles were Budweiser. of Budweiser, yeah, plastic Budweiser. We got off the coach, and a lot of my friends got off with bottles of Heineken. <laughs> we went to the toilet first, and as we're going in the toilet, these doormen are like, whoa, where'd you get them from? It's like, the bar? No, you never. He's like, we got them from the bar, and they were like, no, no, you never. We don't sell that. And, we, <laughs> and then you were like, we don't even sell that here, and we were as we got in the toilet, we were like, what an asshole, of course he's selling here. It's like, I don't know how he knew anything, but of course he's selling here. Are you accusing and me we, of being a liar, sir? We then got to the bar, it was like, ah, they literally only sell Budweiser. They, they like, must have got a load of Budweiser, just on the PTO, sale or return. No return, short-dated plastic bottles of Budweiser. And they had a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, they did. I just went to the outside bar and got served in like two minutes every time. But it was, do you know, it wasn't, I can see why people say it's nowhere near as good as the Green Man Paul. It's on, it's on a main road. So like yeah, the yeah. beer gardens, like what part of it's like a car park yeah, and then the yeah, rest, it's, it's not big enough. And then it's just on, you've got all the traffic. Yeah, it's, there's across. no overspill. Where's the Green Man? Yeah. You've got that massive grass garden. Yeah. The outside bars, the outside toilet. 
So I went in the toilet. I needed the only poo I had, so I was still over the toilet. I didn't have a poo on the coach. I didn't need one, but I needed one. Got on the torch. You Cute. can't poo on the coach. You can. There's a way to do it on a chemical toilet, but you've got to be clever. Paula's <laughs> tactics. Okay. Mickey and Jack, I'll tell you. So, like, <laughs> I went into the toilet and the torch, and there was a, there's only three cubicles. And my mate was in one, and I was like, I was that toilet looking. He went, it doesn't flush. And so I went, okay, I can't really use that. Fair. One of them. And this was, but then I went in the middle one, and no toilet seat. <laughs> but there was toilet roll, and I went, you know what? I've got to just do this. And I did it. And let me tell you, I like, I found out pretty quickly that toilet didn't flush either. <laughs> <laughs> so. What, what are you supposed to do? Like, it's not my point. You've already started, so I've started, so I've got to finish. I done what I had to do and got the hell out of there. I went, be it on my head. Efficient, I like it. Get me a Budweiser. <laughs> it was great though. It wasn't the atmosphere just all day. Great. That was brilliant. That I was think really it was. Good. It was definitely not. Didn't feel anywhere near as much nervousness and pressure, yeah, stress. stress. Yeah, as last Most year. Much more relaxed, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Until the game started. <laughs> and then it just... Oh, God. Johnny mm. and Matt had a great first 25 minutes. Yeah. He, he and was that a... was a problem. <laughs> yeah. That done nothing for my hairline. It was... He was playing very well the first time. He was causing murder. He was playing on Sid a lot, so to staying away from Manny. Yeah. Because he, he obviously knows he's bigger than Sid. So he was playing on him a lot, and he, he was causing trouble from it just by being... A lump. Even yeah, if he weren't like, winning the balls, they were picking up every second ball. Yeah. The thing is, right? We knew we knew how they play. They are they want one of the most direct sides I've ever seen in my oh, lifetime. Yeah. But it works for them. Play for, play to yeah, yeah I don't have a problem. Guy, you can, that long throw is incredible. Isn't it? Oh my god! Like the long throw, and like I've never seen teams <sighs> whip balls in from so far out. Like they'd have the ball, but the Butler. On that left, that ball he put in for the one Davis saved. We'll get to that later. Like he's he's whipped that in from about like forty yards out, hasn't he? And he's put it in as if he's on the byline. Like the quality of the cross. Every time, every time they crossed it in, which was I'd love someone to tell me how many crosses they put in during that game. A hundred, probably including throw-ins. I, I balls gone, into b- the area. Balls at head height into the box is a hundred. And like fuck me, every time the ball went in, I went, they're gonna score. They're gonna. You're just expecting someone to bullet head one in, aren't you? And then if it weren't Manny Monfey, it was Sid Nelson. If it weren't him, it's Liam Rydells or Jacob Priest or Adam Buxton or Steve McNulty. Oh, Steve McNulty <laughs> had a few balls when he come on. Oh didn't he? my god! Have you seen the video? It's, there's like a, a blogger and he was a neutral sat in the Newport end, and he's just filming and he's filming him and you can see there's a kid sat a few rows yeah. behind him, and it must be it's in extra time. It's like right near the end. I think we've. Tr- like just after we've scored, and he obviously him heads, heads it away again, and the old the kid just goes that old man again. He keeps <laughs> heading it. That old man. <laughs> That's going on his grave, though, isn't it? Yeah. Should we? Um, should we? Now, cut on to talk about Steve. Where we're not yeah, talking. I about think we should. There's no plan for this one. Is they're like it's it's all over yeah, the yeah, shop. Going, we can yeah. come back to the game, but I think like yeah, we'll go we'll go through the game time. not minute by minute, but we'll go through it incident by incident. I think talk about the phenomenon of Steve McNulty. We signed him by accident, not by accident, <laughs> but by we wouldn't have had non football circumstances. If he hadn't needed to move back home for family reasons, yeah, whatever they may be, it's not our business, is it? It's no one's business, but is then we would we would never have had him. 
because Luton fans to this day have gone legends. But do you know what I always thought about the time? Just not a single Luton fan didn't wish him well. They all said it's family reasons. He went, he's done more than enough for us. He got us promoted. Twice. And Fleetwood talk the same about him. I've seen it on Twitter all week. Fleetwood fans all also love him. Yeah. And there's been loads of fans, not just Tramia, Fleetwood and Luton, saying on Twitter the last few days, hey, good luck to him. I'm sure wherever he ends up next, we'll end up getting promoted too. Which says a lot about him as a character, not only what he brings, what he does for the rest of the team. Yeah. Which, which is massive. You can't know, it's huge. There's been a few tweets from other teams as well, like supporters of other teams. Yeah, that, who said we know you, we give him a load of abuse and call him a fat bastard and this that and the other. It's just because he's such but a good player. At the end of the day, is there's that respect there? That he's actually a really fucking good player. Well, I, I spoke to his brother yesterday. <clears throat> um, I'm going to try and set up. He's away on holiday now, but tr- we're going to try and do something. Even if I go do a solo yeah. one, just. I said sort of you know just wrap up his tra- time of trial with it deserves a you sit can, down you can now catch you? him round here as well so it's probably yeah it's easier to could, do we could probably all get there yeah and do like an hour with him and just talk about his whole time yeah but and I said I said to his brother you want to put a bet on anyone literally go to Bucky's and go whoever he signs for they'll get promoted out of whatever league they're in yeah I said there'll be no shortage of teams now he's available. Think I, off the top of my head. I'm thinking filed mm. instantly Even sprang to mind. Instantly, if I was crew Morecambe. I'd want him a hundred percent. Filed. I'd want him. Wrexham. I'd be desperate. For Wrexham him. should be literally going. Come in, club captain. Tell tell us what you want. Yeah, and I would. Do you know what? Normally, I'd be a bit about someone going there. Go wherever he wants. Do whatever he wants. He's there in the right. Yeah. He obviously again. He's not going to move anywhere. Too far. He's not going to move anywhere from the northwest, is he? He's settled, no. you know. But I, I, he's worth for me. He's worth a two-year contract. I said he's never had any pace to lose. That wasn't his game. His game's up here. Yeah. Is you know his injury is healed. He's as good. That's the first time he's ever missed any games for us, hasn't he? For injury, but, I think. Even much, when yeah. he d- he got nearly his leg cut off against Woking, he played but the like next his week. Eye pulled out at one point. Yeah, played, just played, just get, just he just always got on with it. And like there was a few when he when he got brought on, who did who went off for him? Wasn't Sid? Sid went off for Bucko, didn't Jay he? Jay Harris went off for no. Jay Harris went off for no. Was it, no, Keaton Morris came off for him. Yeah, Jay Harris went off for Brent Pringle. Yes, Keaton Morris. So it was Keaton Morris went off for him. Was, was it about ten minutes left of normal time? It was in no, normal. No, yeah. it, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it it was, was in normal, was time, normal was time, time. Was it? Yeah. yeah. No, but I don't. I think there was more than ten minutes. Oh, was there? Was there about twenty to go? I think there might have been about twenty. I so yeah, Paul, get the, the Off stats. The top of my head. So he, I put the game there. I could probably flick through it. Yeah, if the volume's not, I'll flick through it. So he came on, and like there was a few just around my. Uh, there was like thirty. There was like forty of of us friends and family around, and more than one. Excuse me. Um, murmurings of people going. Mm, mm, mm. What don't know if he's doing the right thing. I sort of understand the minutes. Not as eighty two. Not as Maka as a player. Just as don't be wrong, I I was just going with whatever happened. But I sort of understood the murmurings of what is happening now. Because that was my at the time I wasn't saying it was the wrong move. 
but I was sat there trying to figure out in my head, okay, what shape are we playing now? Obviously, it, it, the f- f- five three two in the end, or three five two, whatever. It was three centre halves, wasn't it? Yeah, but um, at the time, you saw us look around, thinking, "How how have we just brought a winger off for a centre half?" Surely, Steve McNulty's not going right wing, which means there's got to be some sort of shuffle somewhere. Yeah, I th- I think that was a masterstroke from him, and then the big one, I, I think, um, Connor into that number ten. It's just. I think that needed. I think it. I, they they really should we should we start from the start of the game? Just do like a little run through of the match as we watch. I should probably pause this because we'll end up just watching it. We we already are. <laughs> Let's pause the game. It was the st- start. It was <laughs> Jake has unpaused it there. It was my mate who's he's a Tramia fan, but he's an Everton fan first and foremost. But. Um, yeah, he's always come to Tramia and like he is a Tramia fan as well he um, he summed it up at the end he said that's one of the most if not the most intense game of football he's ever seen it wasn't I'd, I'd love to know what, like from a neutral perspective it wasn't a great game of football was it no but when there's that much at stake you rarely see I mean the other playoff games neither of them were good games do you know what I mean? They weren't like free flowing. They never rare. You get the odd one that you which goes mental. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a mental so thing much to happen. Is, so much at stake. It's like do you, the players don't want to be that one that. Oh, that's that ball. was on ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't want to be that man who sort of practically makes, goes. A, <laughs> makes a mistake and costs your team a place in. That was it. It was who blinks first, isn't it? It literally was both teams, and I wouldn't. Satin feels like the wrong. It gives the wrong impression, but both teams really were disciplined. Oh, con- is the word? Yeah, but because it's not a negative. Really, really disciplined. It's not a negative thing. Just both teams were so disciplined, and they they had the plan that the managers had told them, and they there wasn't there was one mistake in the game, and it was them losing Conor Jennings. And that was because they were down yeah. to ten men. That was it. Yeah. They left Conor Jennings free in the hundred and nineteenth minute. That was that was it. That yeah, was because it. Because I couldn't even in the build up. The all, you can't really say there's a mistake. I suppose with the Bucko chop, the only thing you could say is that he shouldn't turn his back on Bucko. Yeah, but but even then, even other than that, it's good play. Comes in, goes back out. We 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 worked the space well. It we wasn't did. so much. We they. worked the space and used the extra man. Yeah, we worked the space well. It wasn't so much they weren't good enough. And then I'd say the only mistake is that they do allow him to drift off behind the centre back, and then it was it's a great header. It's a, yeah. So like Keep the first already committed the other way. First tw- first half hour, I thought they were causing us problems. They really getting the ball in the box, but then we have that nose volley. That's a great. It's straight to keep up, but it's a great save. If he yeah. hits it any worse, it goes in. Yeah, if he, if he <laughs> scuffs it, it yeah. goes in one of the corners. It's, it, it's it's that sweet and clean that it's straight to the keeper, yeah. and it's still a great reaction save. He gets his arm up, and then I'm by this point, I'm not in a good way. Like watching this game, I'm not. I'm just like already hunched over in that the position I'm in for the next you know, so my hands can go on my head very easily. Yeah. By the way, Stephen McNulty's just come on. And I honestly, honestly thought he was going to score off that corner. I don't know why. When he come on, I turned and grabbed the lad next to me because he, he took himself straight into the box. And normally he sits out. Yeah, I thought he took that himself straight that. into the box. And I literally grabbed the lad next to me and was like, 
He's going to score. 81 minutes. If you're looking for it, it's 81 minutes when he comes on. I honestly... Oh, I was so excited. Yeah, you were already thinking it. <laughs> I was go. already celebrating the Steve Penalty <laughs> goal, which hadn't happened yet. Someone actually like, um, just shouted at me in the torch. I didn't even didn't know who it was, but I just heard a voice. He just went, Jacob Priest going to score the winner. <laughs> just shouted it across <laughs> the torch. And I was like... No, he's not. Do you know what? Uh, slightly off to... Oh, Pringle had a couple of chances, didn't he? In the box... He had one where it was on his right foot and obviously he's got no right foot. So. Yeah, he's just well, so we spoke last time about, well, Jake mentioned that he should sign and the impact he made, I mean, you're right, I mean, he doesn't get a shot off there very well, but uh, he did have a positive impact on the team. He helped create the winner and he, he, it gave us the width that we were slightly lacking, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. he's an intelligent he was, footballer. Oh, he's a very intelligent footballer. He's not got the pace he once had, but you can reinvent yourself, can't you, as you get older, yeah. from being a winger-winger to... If you've got the football intelligence, which he has, just, you know, almost... Kind of, kind of played in behind, and Ian's more centrally. Which... Yeah, the problem is, I think some of our fans, and even me guilty of it, he gets the ball and you expect him to run at his man and skin him. Yeah. And he's he not that kind of player anymore. Morris yeah, yeah. can do that. but He's like Conor, Conor Jennings, isn't a run at your man and skin him, is he? Yeah. They're, cle- no. they're clever players. Jake Caprice is Jake. probably the only one in this. Jake and Johnny, Johnny Smith, yeah, are probably the two in this. The out and out wingers, like pace. They're go- they're gonna run at a man. Yeah, y- you fancy them to have a go- get the ball and have a go. But other than that, I wouldn't really say we really have that in this team. So they had a- they had a few balls in. I was down in the concourse. We did give away too many throw-ins. There's too many throw-ins. We gave away some silly free kicks. The ref didn't help us. He didn't. Oh. In the first half, especially, he was get every every challenge we were making on Jamal Amond yeah. was a foul, and then Norris was getting dragged to the ground. Like you, just every game we've had this season, really. Me one, me one hiccup with that, right? And I, I, someone said that to me on the coach on the way home as well. I don't understand. No, oh, here we go. How oh. you can give away too many throwing? I didn't realize that. We sorry, we've just had the penalty incident. Eighty-four minutes. I didn't realize. In, until I seen it back the day at the post after that did you already put your hands in your head I think so I think I'd already like squirmed a bit 84 after, after minutes the deck. and I did not even I didn't know they at the post I've also just scrambled around the box until I seen it back on Sky like two days later <coughs> it is what I say now it's uh, is a penalty it is, it is I, I would want that if that's us all. and the thing is I know he's gone down theatrically but if you watch the replays, watch our players' reaction. Look at rides. He's going, it's a pe-. look, they all yeah. go, they all go, <laughs> oh fuck, it's a penalty. And then when it's given, they all do that thing where they go, poker face, <laughs> pretend you knew it wasn't a penalty. Whereas they the immediate reaction. you can t- like it's I mean, do you know what? It's about fucking time we had a bit of luck, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. do you know what? The last two years to get promoted that we have, we've had a bit of luck in both games. Yeah. But um, anyway. in both, even in the playoff semi-finals, and that we've had, yeah, that was the one. Like oh, Ben Pringle, There's still too many touches. There's two body yeah. on the, both of them. Ben Pringle, but there's two bodies on the line. Yeah, for both of them. But what I was gonna say, I don't believe in we gave them too many throw-ins because how do you not? Yeah, if we keep the ball in and around that area, too busy trying not to put it off for a throw-in and trying to turn to get it up the pitch. You lose it and they score and then you say, why are you brought out? Because we're trying not to give them a throw-in. Are you being serious? Give them a fucking throw-in. We'll get in and we'll defend it. Yeah. I know, I know, I know they throw it long, but 
I just felt like someone said someone away and I thought you can't really combat throw-ins. They just they happen in football. Yeah. There's nothing really, really you can do about it. It's not it. like a corner, is it? Yeah. Where for a corner, you can sort of try and put out for a throw. For a throw, you can put it out for a corner. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no like there's no real win. It's it's just that's how they play in it. It's the the big, the physical. Do you know what they do? It's like what was under Oldo. It was a weapon. You use you use it to your advantage, don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it gets to half time, nil nil, and I was glad to get Sorry, to half time. Just, uh, Go on. The long throw, uh, it's, it does amaze me how a long throwing can cause so much chaos. When effectively it's just like a corner, which you learn to defend anyway. I think it's the trajectory of the throw. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's the same principles, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but but for some reason, a long throw causes a lot more chaos. Or it seems to anyway. Well, there's the two ways. Into this. Obviously, they didn't score. There's but. Tr- traditional coming from a high like <whistles> throw, but then there's someone's like, remember Ellis done a throw and he throws it like a bloody javelin, yeah, like straight. They're dangerous ones, aren't they? Because any little flick, Chaloner could yeah. do them as well. Mm. I don't, there's no loop in it; it just comes like a straight, bullet. yeah, like a volley. So we got to half time, nil nil. I was glad to get to half time, nil nil. I felt like they were the last ten minutes of the first half. They put a couple of horrible balls into our box, and they across across the six yard box. Yeah. Like, I mean, heart attack balls. <laughs> I saw one. I was down trying to get me and me bear the Fanta to try and rehydrate. And again, paid for paid with a tenner. He gave me all the change in fucking ten peas and five peas. <laughs> I went to him. I went. I don't even want it. It's like three quid. He went. No, you got to take it. <laughs> and then obviously they pour the Fantas into a pint glass because they can't give you a bottle with a bottle top on. Yeah. Mate, if I'm paying £7.50 for two Fantas, I ain't throwing that on the pitch. I don't care who you are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking that bottle home and using it as a water bottle for months later. And second off, I thought we were much better. Second off, I think we offered much more going forward. Yeah, I'd agree. We kept the ball better. They didn't threaten that much, I don't think, in the second half, really. Obviously, they had... uh, I mean, the... The save, the penalty shell, oh, but that's off a throw-in. The save off Davis. Yeah. Should I mean, never have got I mean, that far, by the way. Manny should have yeah, dealt with it. Yeah. it, it, it what, Very true. What a cross One of the only criticisms I've had of him all season. Yeah. But what a save it turned out to be. And in Manny's defence, I had a perfect view of it from the other end of the pitch and also didn't see the winger coming. No. It felt like that appe- that winger just appeared out of nowhere. Was it behind him and Rides, wasn't behind it, Behind him and yeah. Rides, yeah. just come flying around the back because he both sort of slowed it's up. It's a horrible ball to defend, like what yeah. a ball in it is. He both it's slowed up and it does, you, you sort of do, to be fair to Manny, six yards out, sort of think, I can let it run out of play because he's come from out of nowhere. But, he does come from out of nowhere and nearly scores off it and what a save it was. It's an unbelievable save. It has amazed me somewhat the kind of stick that Scott gets from... Oh, when he makes supporters. saves like this. But like, there's nobody better. Oh, it's an unbelievable those save. Reactions, 72 minutes. Those reaction saves is... There's, well, there's definitely nobody better in this league. Well, 21 clean sheets. Yeah. Over 49 games. There's more than that, isn't it? Because this one was a clean sheet. I'm sure it's like... Counting this, this was his 21st, was I think. It? In the league, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Or was it his 22nd? 21 in the league. Didn't he have 20 in the normal season? 19. 19. 19 and then the f- semi-final first leg and this. 21 clean sheets. 
I think the only person with more was Addison. Okay, so 23 in all comps then. Yeah, yeah. including the FA Cup replays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you, yeah, this is the angle for it, I think. Oh. Yeah, he does just fly in, doesn't he? So how, it's, he, he how does it come from nowhere? Just those like, reactions. His hand, how strong is that hand to get it up and stop that? And just then put it onto the post. And then he kind of heads it away, doesn't he? It's an unbelievable save. And you know what, right? I was shocked as well. You know it matters because you know everyone cares because you're at Wembley and it's a big game and blah, blah, blah. I was shocked to see him in tears at the end of the game. I probably underestimated how much it mattered to him. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it can only be a good thing. You can only be... It, it's amazing to see your players care that much. And I probably, like I say, I underestimated how much he actually cares and that makes it that much better. I was made up to see that picture of him. <laughs> Sounds weird. I was made up to see that picture of him crying after the game because you think, you, you, like, as soon as I seen it, I was like, wow. It's like that, like, we've got a group of players here who really, really care. Yeah, he cared just as much as us. And, that, like, that is rare. Yeah. Not many clubs can say that. You see at the end of the game, him and Ollie Banks just fall to the ground. Just fall to the ground. Like, as in, like you say, he's, Scotty Davis is in tears immediately. It's mad, isn't it? I think a lot of these players have been... Norwood said it when we, we had him on, when he said, do you think, we said, do you think you would have made it into um, into the Football League? You know, would you have had to leave us? He was like, no, the only way I was getting into the Football League was with Tramia. Yeah. That's how that's how he felt, and he was genuine about that, wasn't he? He was not... Yeah. That was what he I said. I think Scott's spoken about having to drop down because... Yeah. No other league team had taken. No, he got promoted with Fleetwood, didn't he? Yeah. And more did he get promoted with Morecambe? And- yeah, he did, uh, play a final. Yeah. So and then there's even people like Maka and there's these players. Connor, this is the highest he's ever. I think he started in League One, didn't he, with Scunthorpe when he came from Staley Bridge. Yeah, he moved up. But so. didn't play, he was like eighteen, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't play much. So there's these players who are, have come through the leagues and they've probably been told not told, but they're probably, you know, the the from clubs but the reason they've ended up playing for a conference side people don't think they're good enough yeah this is your level yeah and then they've come here you've got Scott Davis Golden golden Gloves James Norwood golden leading Pete. scorer the only person with more is, Agu- is it Aguero yeah, no, yeah no, it doesn't no. count me playing for Man City in that team is it Paul <laughs> Harper you'd score 30 a season for them you reckon <laughs> yeah just stand on the six yard line okay. be that where Sterling scores all his goals uh, he's coming in at the back stick yeah, you'd yeah. score more than him he misses most of them doesn't he <laughs> Velma yeah. from Scooby Doo coming in at the back stick <laughs> he misses <laughs> most of them and still scores, scores a th- lot of goals yeah, exactly so it's ma- it's so like this season we've had I I still can't believe what's happened I can't believe what that, that we went up at Wembley I can't believe that game I can't believe how we did it it's almost the the, the the ending of the ending of the game. It's the best way to win. Uh, oh, no time for the opposition to come back. There really. was Paul. There was well, enough time for me to nearly die. Yeah, but <laughs> as in, seen on a photo of in, me in, in theory. Oh yeah, but there was still that two I, minutes. I couldn't have dealt with penalties. I mean, I was uh, f- throughout the game. I was fairly relaxed, and then the red card came, and then all of a sudden you like. Well, if we don't get, on us it's, it's a, yeah, this is the chance. This is the great opportunity we've yeah. all been waiting for. And then 
it gets closer and closer to the end of extra time. I just felt we we, we didn't. And I was like, we hadn't done enough, had we? In extra time, we really. tried, but we we kept we tried to force it, getting in good positions and just wasting the just final some terrible ball. final balls, yeah. weren't they? But as close as it got to to the end of extra time, I, I I'm I'm leaving if it goes to penalties. I was I, I, ugh, cannot watch. I, I don't know what I would have done, you know. And then, thank God, Connor Jennings pops up. Thank the Lord. Connor Jennings. Indeed. <laughs> so, they get the fella sent off. It's a, it's, it's, it's a stupid... By the way, uh, there is a story. I'm not sure this is very public knowledge. Go on. That lad had a, was with us on trial in 2016. Mark O'Brien. And I didn't even know They're he was captain. playing for Newport until I seen the game. And I was like... Hold well on, his face is... Like he was on trial like in the summer of 2016, yeah, yeah. under Brabant. So he went, to, um, he went on the pre-season trip to Dublin, and then I think he played against New Northwich Vicks or something. One of the games back here, and then we'd never seen him again. And I didn't, I, well, I didn't, didn't realise, I knew there was an O'Brien playing, and but he was captain, was I didn't realise it was him. And then I seen his picture, obviously when he got sent off, I was like... That's the geezer we had on trial. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> he owes me 20 quid from Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, round of drinks. And shenanigans. So, um, yeah, Irish lad. So, um, yeah, not, I'm not sure that that's very public knowledge. But Paul Harper's Tale of the Week. Stat- There's Paul Harper's the claim to fame. There we are, Paul Harper's stories from the club that he <laughs> was fired from. <laughs> was not fired. <laughs> we'll come to that in a bit. It, it, it's a, it's a record, it's a, you're on the yellow card. It was such a stupid challenge. He knows as soon as he stands up, Don, he goes, and none of their players even moan. Like, it's... Uh, they were, they were he didn't both, need to do it, though. Didn't, know. The ball's They're both on the, on the on the sideline, aren't they? In front of the dugouts. Yeah. In front of the fourth official. There's another well, centre-half. stupid. The ball's going straight it's to him. It's going straight to him. Just He's let Noah's turn you. Do you know what that is? not going to get anywhere near the ball, it's, either. That is professional football and stupidity mm. that they are trained... Don't let that man turn you. If they do, gr- stop him yeah. and take the yellow. Forget that you're on a yellow, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Good on him for being an idiot because, like, do you know what? Again, I felt like they were on top of the game that last 10. They like they were, again, putting us on the... We couldn't keep the ball very well. We looked a bit spent. And then that turned the game again, didn't it? Yeah. Like... Yeah, we did look knackered. We did. And then extra time. We really... Did we have... Do we have a chance next extra time? Perkins nicked it off him, didn't he? And it's that one where he should have slid Nors in, or was that in the first half? I have no idea. We did. I don't think we really had a chance Chance in the first period of extra time. No. And then the second period, Nors had that one. Nors had that volley at the very end of full time where Ollie Banks put it over the top. Yes. And he hit it with the outside of his wow. right. Are you thinking, left foot? Left foot volley. When that ball was in midair, I know it was slightly different, but when the ball was in midair, all I could think about was when we beat Lincoln one 0 at home. Oh and yeah, Nose was clean through. Banks played that wonder ball then as well, and Nose went for clean through and scored. And while it's midair and you can see Nose making the run, it's coming over. And I'm thinking he's done it again. He's done it again. Oh, well, it's, it's perfect again. I've seen this before. I, I, I'm just thinking this is it's inch perfect for his left foot. And he just hit the outside of his I right foot. I get what he was trying to... Because if it's a first-time flick there, the outside of his left foot, just a little flick, if you catch it right, it looks amazing and it just flicks over the keeper's head and you're off, you can't wheel you. Yeah. 
the rest of it, but didn't happen, did it? Full draw. <laughs> it's it's very it's a lot easier said than done. Didn't happen. Did, didn't happen, did it? Not quite. And then he has that chance in the second period of extra time where he cuts inside and it takes the deflection and it goes what like Oh like an inch wide. A couple of inches wide, if that. And you just start to think, don't you? At that point, you just start to think bloody hell. Excuse me again, sorry, I'm drinking the Dr. Pepper here. And those those two chances sort of just made me go, is this, here it is, oh, James Nord. Even when he first 91 minutes. From the TV angle, look at that hairline. <laughs> he is when going, he first just makes, shave your hair off, Nord. When he first makes contact with the ball, even from the TV angle, I look at it and think, yeah, you think... And then, and then it just spins off. Oh, God. I don't know if I'd have preferred that. This is the only angle ball. where you can't... See, he's got to go... Oh. He's, he's got to go the side... Key, the keeper coming out low puts it, puts yeah. it down He's got to go side foot, it's right or left foot, hasn't he? He could have gone side foot right there, actually looking back at it. Yeah. It did look closer from the stands. It did. <laughs> See, no, I don't... I thought... I, to be fair, I was on a good angle for it. I thought it was miles away. I thought the Sid Nelson header, I thought, like, it gets cleared. I thought it was going in. Wait, I think it's headed clear. No, it's absolutely not what we're talking about. <laughs> Try and find the Norse one. Andrew, just just quick while, while Sid's in my head. I think we had just as big a penalty shot as them, by the way, on Sid. On Sid? on Sid? I remember the one oh, on Kieran Morris. No, it's on Kieran Morris. Sorry. Yeah, where he gets at the time I thought it was on Sid. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. He gets absolutely Shoulder to shoulder, you can understand a bit more. That is like knee to shoulder. That yeah. is not... The lad's jumped up and like it rammed his knee almost into like the chest of Morris in the box. The Sky people said the same. They said it's... It, it is a penalty, do you reckon? It is. His knee's up right into, as I say, like his shoulder. I can't understand how... Shoulder to shoulder, like say... You get away with it. I don't think you can get away with it. Legs to shoulder. No, not a chance. Like, my first thought was that is a penalty. But and again, I think we were on a, a quite a oh, good hello. angle for that. Where I thought should we play that and have it loud? Yeah, we'll put the sound on for that. Well, I can edit it in. I can edit the proper sound in. There was the noise one. On looks like it was on seventeen minutes. We, oh, get, we catch them on the break. Connor it's Jennings through ball. It's a proper normal goal he scored this season. Yeah, the he's one v one. I'm, I'm thinking though at this point, there, go back outside. It's so close, isn't it? The it's amount right of them behind that deflected it. over it over a keeper. Exeter. Yeah. And I'm th- every time we we kept having these half chances, I just kept going. That was the chance, mate. <laughs> that was the chance. That was the last yeah, one. Yeah, that was like we won't get another. Oh, it's, oh, I thought it was looping. Like you say, the little loop over the keeper. Yeah. But we kept, we kept plugging away. We kept plugging, and then yeah, we had that at twenty-seven minutes. Norwood had that little near post there. There again, it, the final ball all day wasn't quite good enough, was it? The, the ones we had, they were all there the, and thereabouts, but you weren't. There wasn't enough movement in the box. You weren't. They were all creating chances, but they were half chances. Every yeah. ball seemed to feel like it was creating a half chance. So there was yeah. no like real big one. 
Even like the nose volley in the first <laughs> half. The <laughs> Even the nose volley in the first <laughs> half felt like a half. Like it was, it was a half chance that he just caught it really sweet. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're watching this now live commentary. Do you want me to put this? We'll put we'll have background sound on, shall we? Let me yeah. crank it. Let me crank the fucking volume. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Right, we're now at twenty-eight minutes. Wait, that might be too loud. We'll just let the ambience. We'll pick it up from here. <laughs> Jacob Priest now. <laughs> you got Bucko on the overlap. Look at that, Bucko. Oh, he's in the box. Oh, put it in. Put it in. Put it in the fucking box. Go. Look at his little face. Oh, Caprice across the header will live fond in my memory. Look at that. I mean, the fella videoing it on his phone. Come on. Oh, that that does annoy me a little bit, but. Everton or Liverpool, I'm just on the day out. <laughs> Did annoy me that when I saw it back, the fella filming on Everton or Liverpool on his day out. Yeah, he's, he's 100% not a real Tramway fan, is he? He can't be. But just a quick, quick, quick tangent. Go on. Where it said, let's go back, let's go back. I need to, I need to show you. I'll fall back. Which reminded me of Paul. <laughs> just, you know, go from here. The fella smoking the doobie. Go from here. Was it the fella smoking the doobie? No. We'll quote it word for word and say the same could be said about Paul. I just wanted to see that again, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where's Paul Harper? In a minute, when the sombrero comes on. Here we go. Okay, where? Paul Harper, whose double dip led to his world caving in. <laughs> Again, we'll touch on that at the end. Just tell you what. Show me a rope. There he is. No, get off that. Get that man off my screen. We sorry, we had the 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 Liverpool phone fan. Yeah, he stood there not celebrating at all. Film with two hands. We've now officially com- confirmed that he's a Liverpool fan. Yeah, he's looking forward to the game. Yeah, in the pub on the Saturday. Yeah, going to Queens for it. <laughs> Annoyed me that. I got a fucking flag. Ale ale ale. In the window. Didn't have a charming yeah. flag, did he, last week? Fuck I off. I won't be going there again, telling you. It's like, I used to work there. I won't be going in again. It's like the Birch Petty, Street. Petty, Street. Had that Everton and Liverpool sign-up saying, um, watch your local teams or something. You fucking oh, opposite. <laughs> Does me head. spit a tram here from you and you call Everton and Liverpool Is it Is team? it wrong that we've got a chip on our shoulder about this? I honestly don't no, think it is. No, I say this to a lot of my friends. Like that Liverpool, wrong. the Liverpool shop in Birkenhead. The pop-up Champions League shop. <coughs> By all means, I was in Liverpool yesterday. All, right, them shops are everywhere. Every vacant shop in Liverpool is now a pop-up Champions, Champions League final. Yeah. Good. Support your fucking, you know, a club that's in your city. Yeah. We're in Birkenhead. We're on the Whittle. It's not as if it's like a million miles away either. Nah. If you want to go for that, like, just go through the tunnel, you know what I mean? It's fucking, it does my head in. Because <laughs> these are the people, it's not like my mate who's going, you know, to Madrid. I've got several good friends of mine proper Liverpool fans season ticket holders they go into Madrid they did what they had to do to get a ticket and go and you know it's not come cheap but they're going 
I know people who are going hopefully to get a ticket because that's what you do when you're a fucking supporter of a football club. You don't go. Oh, to, uh, I'm buzzing, mate. I've got a got a ticket for got, I've got a ticket for Camp and Furnace. Got a ticket for Aintree Racecourse. Showing Aintree. Oh, I can't wait to go to the pub to watch it, mate. You couldn't give. Have you given me hundred quid? To go to a pub to watch it, I go nah. I'll take your hundred pound, but I'll, I'm not. Even, you know what? I've got. To, I'm working anyway, honest. So half time, I've got to drive over. I couldn't care less, really. The big thing, right? Like you say, be nice to be uh, to have been beaten by the Champions League winners. That's it? yeah, that's my hope. Yeah, so we can it's go. Joe, you know I told you we're a good side when he turns yeah. over seven fucking nil. <laughs> <laughs> didn't a, didn't touch the ball for an entire half. Even a kick off again. The only team in Merseyside to lift silverware. Yeah, two years on the run. Most, we are genuinely the most successful team in Merseyside. This Even if they win the Champions League, we are. The side of 20, 2017. Yeah, we're not counting any since since May last season, the most successful You're side. You're only as good as your last two seasons. Yeah, well, when was the last trophy Liverpool won? 2012. Yeah. Last trophy ever was 1995. That's not even in my lifetime. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, where you've just said they, about they've done what they had to do, like, they don't do that. Obviously, your friends have, uh, yeah. but the majority of them don't do that. They just want to watch it on the telly. They don't. Yeah, they don't feel the need to go. I. They don't. F- I could not imagine missing missing Tramier at Wembley. No, I couldn't imagine missing Tramier in a cup final. No, I couldn't. I couldn't have imagined missing Oldham away when those two. Thought, I, thought, I can't miss that. I have to go. I uh, and that was uh, Oldham on a Tuesday night. Yeah, do f- I don't understand how you can settle for even if you can't get a ticket for not wanting. If I couldn't get a ticket because you're through the roof, I'll give them that. And the way that ballot thing worked, some people just. I do know lads who've gone to so many yes, games and not got a ticket. And it, they just missed out. But them same lads who've gone to all them games, even without a ticket, are going to Madrid yeah. in hope. And yeah, you can say, oh, it's expensive. And you still, you, you know, you, even if they do end up watching on telly in Madrid, they're still fans who are desperate to be there. Yeah. There's fans at home who aren't desperate to be there. They're desperate for them to win so they can talk about it on Facebook. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to see success. Jake has they hit the nail on the to, fucking head. They're just yes. desperate to have something to fucking put on Facebook. They probably won't even watch the game. They'll have it on fucking live score on the phone. Yeah. And when they score, <laughs> they'll... Yeah. Film themselves cheering, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, I mean, can't wait to get go, go in the echo to watch it. What? Uh, so, if you're a genuine Everton Liverpool fan, you go the games, you do what you can. You, you can't always afford every game. Good on you, I've got time for that. If you're not, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> fuck <laughs> right <laughs> off. Go, <laughs> get yourself down to Birkenhead. Go in that pop up store. Get yourself a fl- your plazzy flag. Get yourself a never give up one. Put a flag outside your house which says something about me beard, mate. Got five beards, and I, we're going to get another beard. These fucking flags, they're not funny. I know I've got a P. Price flag. I didn't fucking pay for that. So me mate done it for free on the blag. The Manny Monfe one, that's a fucking good flag. So as someone said, we don't fucking put flags on our house. We take them the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I only have one issue with that Manny Monfe flag. is that no apostrophe between Sunday and Oh, here we go. Fucking hell. It's been hammered, that apostrophe. <laughs> to be fair, it is a terrible mistake. <laughs> it's a brilliant flag, it but it's, it's ruined. The plodcast is back. The grammar plod. Jake Keogh is going to the toilet, everyone. That's just uh, <laughs> good luck. Oh, by the way, I've got the toilet from um, the torch, so it doesn't flush. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> back to how much we all hate cop-outs, because um, this is the anti-cop-out show. See the Anfield Rap did a piece on us? On us? Not not on this podcast, no, oh, but on, like, fuck. they went to Wembley, I think. Oh, and, yeah, nice little article. Could they have been, to, could they have been any all more... All expenses paid. Could though. they have been any more condescending? <laughs> Like, do you think, I haven't seen it. Oh, don't fucking read it, mate. Why do you, uh, just when you think, oh, this is quite a nice article. Do you write something? It's not just condescending to us. It's condescending to all lower league football. And we're not even that lower league anymore, Paul. We're in fucking League One. Yeah. They're just so arrogant. It does my fucking head. I didn't listen to my hand. I'm getting People are all, like, they should, like, uh, Jake said the nail on the head there with that. The whole thing about yeah. that. I got, it's weird, Paul. I don't know if I told you. I got interviewed. It was a, j- a journalist for the Keep. Yes, you did mention yeah, this. Yeah, and like, God bless this little this fella, mate. He, I don't know how we found out. He DM'd some me. funny um, <laughs> French journalist he, coming he, around. Oh, yeah, we want to do a uh, an article on lower football. We had a few of these when I was working. Yeah, it was and, mad. Uh, they, they did do a few articles. I was like, why are you interested in coming Tranmere Macclesfield? Of all the things. Well, this poor bloke. <laughs> He was he was a lovely fella, and he DM'd me a few days before, and he was like, man, I don't know how, he must have, like, searched for Tranmere and, like, seen a tweet I'd done, or, and it, through the podcast as well, he said. He said, we're doing a piece on lower league football, um, and do you feel, like, disenfranchised with, so how do you feel about the Europa League and Champions League final, all English? Will you be watching them? And how do you feel about, do you feel disenfranchised with it? Because, you know, where you, it's... You know, so different to what you watch. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, do you think, will you be at Wembley this weekend? Can I meet up and do an interview? And I said, I'll be at Wembley. But um, I won't be I'll be on the coach from 7am. <laughs> having some f- refreshments. And I'll be in the torch from midday. <laughs> I turn up at the torch at five past twelve. And this little French fella is there. <laughs> and God yes. bless his soul. He went, he's the most French guy ever. He could have only been more French if he had a beret, onions around his neck, and a blue and white hooped jump like t shirt. Yeah, and a big ass. Yeah. So we t- and he's there, and he's lovely. He's tra- asking me questions, and then we see Mike Dean there. So we're like, Mike, get, put the mask on. And he stood there, this fella, not a clue what's going on. And then we speak there, and like I give him a, a good 10 minute interview. And then you could see, play for- I was like, Are you going? He's like, Yeah, I'm going. And he's like, Who do you think will win? He's like, I've got no idea. Can't do the accent. I'm not going to try. <laughs> no, I, he doesn't even know what a Newport. I, I even said so. I, I was like, "Where are you from?" And he was. He said, "I'm from like a small village um, on the outskirts of Bordeaux." And I was like, "You're a long way from home, mate." And, and as he said that, someone just started opening and had this wonderful chat. <laughs> and he just like, he had a big coat on as well. And he was like, "It's very hot today." See, there's the accent. <laughs> Sack the blood, my children need the wine. And um, he just like scuttled off, and he was like, "Good luck." And he DM me after the game, going like, um, "So happy for you," because he said, "You know, he said the passion." So the one thing about the lower league fans, he said, "The passion is unrivaled." But um, it was, yeah, it was good, it, and yeah, just to co- end this segment, we fuck. I bacon and cop who don't go to the game, don't you, Jake? Yeah. Saying about the Anfield rap piece, have you read it? No. Condescending bollocks, mate. It's just about but, us. Yeah, about just lower league football in general. There's an if you look hard enough, there's an atmosphere and stuff like that. Just condescending stuff. Mm. But there's no atmosphere there. There's not, mate. Is there? There's just you'll never walk alone at the start. Ole, ole, ole. And then if they win at the end, there's not even lay 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 in the middle. That's bullshit. It's only yeah, Champions yeah, it's... League when it's on the telly. Yeah, yeah. There's not even lay lay in the middle. It's... it's just you'll never walk alone at the start and the end. Give me and it's fucking. That, it's in that bar, isn't it? Half of them can't. 
I'm not going to say that. Go on. Go on. No, with the, uh, the busk. <laughs> the busk, yeah. Because no, I don't know what I was going to say was legal. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. go Paul's, online. Paul says libelous there. stuff all the time. Yeah, so does, just point but, out then, we'll get back onto tram, yeah. Uh, half time I went down the toilet and there, uh, Paul Harper there, in the toilet, smoking. And it weren't nicotine, Jake. That's what I'm saying. The smell was very much of uh, the Jamaican ah, variety. That makes sense now. <laughs> Spliffing one off. There was loads of kids say. running past me at half time shouting, there's a naked fella in block 114 hotboxing the toilets. Yeah. And now I'm guessing they were, I know who they were on about. Yeah. I had I had a little inkling it might have been Paul, but I didn't. I think I was too drunk to. But, to Jake, you'll agree now. Nothing surprises me anymore, Paul Harper. No, no. See, I went shocked when you told when you no, told me no, that. No. No. Uh, where's my phone? <laughs> so maybe we should just get back onto what we talking about. Oh, Trammy getting promoted to Wembley. <laughs> so, like the goal. What are your memories of like everything going on? Have you seen my pictures? No. I smacked the front of the Oh, yeah, yeah, what happened? I thought you knocked his tooth. broke his nose. I thought it was broke. I thought you knocked his tooth out. It looked like his top tooth. For the rest of the day, he wasn't. <laughs> those, uh, that, there was blood all over it. So was it his gum? Did you, like, punch him in like, the... Like... No, punch him in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Punched him in the nose. It was a deliberate blood, punch. Blood was, I, I don't... How I was it the initial, the first... Yeah. No, I don't... The, there's a point which I think it might have been. I may be wrong... But there was a point where we like fell back together, <laughs> like nearly <laughs> fell backwards over us. Where you think this is we're going here? Yeah, and, like, and you grab like, someone else and you go, "I'm going, you're going." The two of us, uh, maybe a third lad on the right, were all like limboed back over these <laughs> yeah, seats it's a, in a horrible it, position. It may have happened then, <laughs> but I di- I didn't realise it had happened. Whenever it did happen, he says it was me. He said he can, he know, he can. He knows it, it was you punching him in the no, face. Like he knows exactly what point his nose got popped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but well, you do normally remember <laughs> things like that. Whereas I don't. I can't even remember the contact. Um, and I just turned around at one point, and he's got like his legs spread, stood up, his arms. Like spread trying to keep people away from him, and he's just leaning forward, and his nose was pissing with blood. Was it bleeding profusely? Yeah, yeah really. I've, you know, there might be a picture of the floor. Oh god! <laughs> it's like a bloodbath, right? And some woman like three rows back, had napkins or tissues or whatever you call them, and she had them anyway. And um, she was like, do you need some? Probably me ma. Like, That's totally me ma. Would you like some of these? <laughs> like, yeah. And he turns around, screams at me, <laughs> blood flying out of his mouth because it's all <laughs> dripping in there. He's like, no, get a picture first. <laughs> We've now got a picture for the memory book of of Wingy with War blood all over his teeth and nose and hands and shoes. and. Where were you? You block 108. I think you were direct. You were over. The big sky bet sign. Right next to that. You were, so behind the goal, you were lower to the left. Lower to the right. The side, oh. where, the side of the dugouts on that side. Oh, so the right right by where, like, Connor's header was? Yeah. There. Yeah. That's what I mean. So, I feel like we were on good angle for a lot of things. Yeah. A lot I of was, incidents. We were block 110, so we were just slightly upper one behind you. Yeah. So, as you were saying, the sun was on you all day. I was there going... Do you know what? I was in t-shirt and jeans. I had my sunglasses, thank God. And I was like, I said to my mate next to me, I was like, do you know what? I don't think we're going to get the sun today. If I remember from the last few years, it doesn't get this far. 
And he went, I think you're wrong. And I went, well, we'll see. <laughs> By about half an hour, it was on my knees and I was like oh bollocks <laughs> but then well, luckily first half an hour you couldn't just shade I was sat there like Patrick Starr my mum <laughs> we were like oh god like me, me cousin's got a big baldy head he was like James Norwood his hair was thinning but he actually went I'm shaving it off and so he had one of them fucking he bought a jester out of like a bootlegger at the services and so <laughs> the whole game he had this fucking jester on and we were like aren't you what he's like yeah but if I take it off my head's gonna burn and in the end, by the way, Jay Alice ended up with that on in the beach, so. It's gone to go to home then. Well, oh, couldn't go to a better home, could it, <laughs> than Jay Alice? I just remember, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like, you go into sort of like a parallel universe when you score a goal like that. Yeah. Where, yeah very much so. And because we had, you could, I think you can only buy like nine tickets at a time, so I think it was 30, 39 of us, and we had four rows. All so we were like this little like um, square of people, and so I was on the third row. I had me bird to me left, then me mum, then me cousin, then me auntie, and then I had me cousin, me mates there, all my friends in front, was this in all court? the friends behind. Oh, uh, no, this yeah, well, well, that's another podcast. That's the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and like it just went in, and like you can't like that f- the first ten seconds especially. I could have murdered someone and I've got no memory. You know when people go, I've got no memory of that? It's like a blackout. No, I know what yeah, it means. You just yeah. Yeah, it is. It's and then you sort of you've you've done all like the mentalness and then you start to compose yourself. And that's when you like you do hugs with people, isn't it? You you actually go, yeah. you, you but, I don't know who you are, hug, yeah. hug. Then you go, where, we what, were surrounded then you go, what seat am I in? Because I'm not anywhere near where I was sat now. And then it's like, okay, okay. And then it was like, there's a photo about 30 seconds after the goal and I'm hugging Chris Fenlon in front of me. That guy there, he was in that photo. Um, and then everyone around me, there's hugs. And then there's the photo about a minute later of me with my head in my hands and everyone was looking like we're losing one nil. <laughs> just lads, just about 20 lads with their hands on their head going, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck me, we could lose somehow. How are we going to ruin it? It's just, I can't, like, I, if you could bottle that feeling. Yeah, yeah it'd be worth quite If you could bit. bottle it, Paul would be injecting it into his veins, like all the other illegal substances that he the, puts in on a daily basis. Fun fact, the seats at Wembley are very what bouncy. <laughs> I don't even have a right to respond. No, you do. Paul, it's gone. <laughs> you just resigned to the fact now that you, you're... um. You've de- you know, the first step to recovery is admitting you're a, a an addict. Yeah. And I feel like you're not admitting it yet, but you've stopped denying it. And yeah. that's, a start. <laughs> that's the first. That's the start. It is, yeah. You're no longer in denial. But yeah, fun fact the seats <laughs> at Wembley are very, very bouncy. They're very good seats, aren't they? I spent it from about four or five seconds after the goal went in till about 25 minutes after kickoff, just jumping up and treating this seat as like a trampoline. Just yeah, jumping they're, up they're and very down. steady seats. It's Although, a good job they are. Last year. Way, I could have got very injured. I was literally at one... I, I feel like I was coming so high off that seat. Like, ju- <laughs> like I a bouncy just, castle. I weren't just like sort of bobbling on it. I was really like leaping up and down off this seat. Well, like, and I, <laughs> thinking back to it, I, I have no idea how that key, seat didn't cave in. Well, last year I did the same full time. I was on my seats because we were down in... Like where you were the lower part, and you want to be higher, don't you? Yeah. And like a mate of mine was next to me, and I I nearly had a little tumble down the back of the seat, but got saved by the people behind me, mates. He wasn't so lucky. 
he fell knee first. I think he genuinely did his knee ligaments. And, like, even worse, like, crotched himself on the seat because the seat pops back up into the upright <laughs> position. Um, at the time, no pain. Week later, <clears throat> I'm in serious trouble. <laughs> it's like I've still got, I've shown you, like, the bruise on my arm from the Forest Green game. Yeah. Look how bad they are now, by the way. Matt is taking off his jacket. Oh, yeah. Look at that, viewers. Impressive. It's like you could take fingerprints off that and get someone for, you know, if this was a podcast. The bruising. Carl Finnegan, don't he? So the, go- the goal's in. There is now literally two minutes extra. <laughs> Just pop that volume right down there. So now there's two minutes to go. Yeah, one minute of normal. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. And Mickey Mellon looks very calm. Though. That is what I've, I've spotted that a few times. Yeah, the, he's... Just yeah. like, it's like he almost hasn't realised what he's not even smiling or grinning or he doesn't look nervous. He doesn't, he doesn't look anything. It's like the game hasn't kicked off yet. It's weird. Well, I can't figure it out. If we carried on, and this will come as no surprise to anyone who's watched us over the last three years, when you watch the replays, when the players see the goal goes in, every single one of them, bananas running after Con Jennings. Wait till you see the angle from behind the goal, and you'll see Steve McNulty walk back. <laughs> as he always fucking has get in position walk watch him AC McNulty now on the second replay goes in back to business <laughs> doesn't even smile no <laughs> turns his back just on turns it. his back <laughs> back Let's, to business I'll, I'll just get back again go back about 20-30 seconds have you have, have you seen anyone point out the Ben Pringle watch how slow Ben Pringle reacts to it here he is oh I think it's best from the angle behind the goal this one? No, um, the like the original angle. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I need to take a bath. Fuck it. I think I might have got onto this before, you know. Someone pointed it out on Twitter, I think. And it's very, again. The proper one? Yeah. Watch how long it takes him. It's like he doesn't register, he doesn't realise it's gone in at first. Ben Pringle's watching. Oh, oh he, he, he like turns as away if it, as if it's a goal kick. He turns yeah. away and everyone runs off, and then he sort of realizes and just spins around and runs after right, tries to catch it's everyone. Like there, fucking Hodgie, the fitness coach there, is with them. That, someone said it's 150 yards down the touchline. He sprinted there. That's why he's a fitness coach. <laughs> the smallest man in the world. <laughs> if he's listening, I. I mean, oh, like at the end, yeah, then it cuts to Mickey, and he's just. He's saying they're done, isn't he? Um, Manny! <laughs> Manny's. I've seen. He, someone's pointed it out, like, in one of the replays. Manny Monfi's shorts falling down as he's running over. Oh, it's weird, though, isn't it? I think it's on the Spider Cam one, isn't it? What a great video of the. I was just about to say someone needs to have a word of the kit man, but they don't, because what a great video that was of the kit man after the game. Have you seen that? Man City, your heart house, and he does this weird sort of pencil roll halfway across. It looks the room, like, have you ever seen. And then um, just gets covered in Budweiser. Yeah, it looks like, have you ever seen a cockroach on its back? Or like, you put a turtle <laughs> on his back and he can't get on his feet. <laughs> All, yeah, all he doesn't want to be covered in Budweiser, he's just stuck there. Yeah, but like, if you have a poor bottle of Budweiser on a cockroach, don't do it, by the way. <laughs> Good Zoom there as well. I've, I've, this is, this is, that I think kid, that's... That kid's got broken rims. I, that kid, I think that's, is it Sean Stokes? I think they're in the middle. Yeah, yeah, Mike Going, Smith as well. Yeah, yeah, who were like, and quite rightly, boys, you better fucking dine out on that for the rest of your lives. 
because I fucking would be. Oh, he has. Trust me. Well, like, <laughs> if they need someone, I presume they've got this, but that they need to get print screen that, freeze it, and get that on a canvas. Yeah. And I'll sign it. How about that? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sure they'll be on it. Well, you know, I would be. Um, speaking of um, people not getting credit for what they should, Paul, that you did a thread of all the squad, basically. <laughs> yeah. Jesus wept everyone except Jay Devine, I think. Yeah, and me and you, Jake. I know Paul Mullin. I did forget Paul Mullin, which I did later correct. I yeah. apologise. Were you in it? Did, Jake, did you get a tweet thanking you? I'll answer for you. Me and Paul Mullen. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Both sat slagging Paul off all day anyway, so that's yeah. okay. Can you believe it? We're there. Not, a, not a word of... It's almost Jake. It's almost Jake as if we've contributed nothing to their pro- to the promotion. <laughs> it's almost as if we weren't there contributing the, on that Saturday. That was an on-board, by the way. It was. Paul, how much have you been smoking? Did, Paul, you're, you're not a good captain. Paul, you're eight mile high. You're gangster tripping. <laughs> Echinacea. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, um, I just think you're being a bit disrespectful. <laughs> to myself, to Matt, to Paul Mullen, Jay Devine. No, Paul Mullen, Paul Mullen got, did get a, an appreciation. No, no, tweet. he doesn't want your sympathy tweets after you've already forgot him. And I thought I'd, I had, no, had prepped him no, out, but I, no. I too little for some reason. Too little, too it, late. It isn't forgot it? to go out no, for it, some reason. The, Bet you forgot to mention Rover as well, didn't you? And Coombsy, Paul, and Coombsy. Coombsy's done a tweet thanking me and Jake. On MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> on Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, coombsy has got a Tumblr. I wouldn't fancy that. He's got enough photos. I need to fill a Tumblr. Oh, no, no. Here we go. Should we crank this? Full-time whistle. It's football on a knife edge. This is 45 seconds into extra time. Wow. Yep. I haven't heard that before. Have you not? No. Um, Matt, can I somehow get this off you? Yeah, for a fee. <laughs> Paul, source them out. Yeah, there'll be more, there'll be more of a USB. I don't mean source them out of money, I mean beat them up. Well, you right. Do. I'll point out about this. This was, I got this from the same place I got last year's one. It's not technically legal, <laughs> but who's complaining? But it misses out. This hasn't got the start of you know, like the like the first half hour, and it hasn't got the last half hour. It's got us getting the trophy, but then it ends when it goes to an ad break. So it hasn't got the interviews with like Mickey. Um, but I've spoken to someone at the club. I'm not going to grass anyone. And I said, "Do you get a full copy?" And they said, "Yeah, they normally do off Sky." Yeah, and I was like, it. "Should that find its way into my hands?" <laughs> Then could I accidentally copy it? Or unless there's no way I've looked, there's no way to get it off a skybox. Unless you've got it's a right absolute nightmare. Yeah. So the only way is to get it direct from Sky, which the club can do. I don't think they'll la- they'll let me <laughs> if I if I email Sky. I think they'll you just be put through from like Sky customer helpline. 
Well, I don't even have a Sky. I don't. That's probably going to be the first problem. What's your, what, what, <laughs> what's your, what's your account number? number? You don't even zero 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 one. I go. Listen, mate. Don't make me go to Virgin Media and ask them for it. <laughs> what's your account with them? I've got one. <laughs> I'm with the Ebro band, my friends. <laughs> but like, if I can't think, there's no there's no other place on the internet where you can get the full games of these sort of games. So not the full program. And you know a lot about the internet. I've trust me, right? I I bookmarked a lot of pages. Some of them mm, some of them the sorts of ones Paul goes on in his spare time, I'm telling you. The dark net. That's where Paul gets his stuff. Silk Road. Google it. <laughs> you know about that on the beach one, don't you? Come on. <laughs> um What a moment, the full time whistle. How how did it compare? That's a lot of people have said. How does it compare to the last year? It's a bit different for me because obviously I was pissed, work. pissed up. Um, what this time? Yeah, no, last year, me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just me, my mum and dad, and a few friends, and that, and it, it was, was good. Did you feel? Did you enjoy it more because you weren't working? I think last year, and you were with your friends and family. Yeah. I think last year, well, we both talked about it, about the pressure that was going on. It was horrible. It was a sense of relief as much as elation. Yeah, and I think that made it feel not better, if you know what I mean, but like, and the circumstances, the way the game went and, and think, everything. Well, I spoke about it with the, with the fans. We're gonna do, we've got some interviews with some fans and stuff that we're, we're playing a bit. But to go through back-to-back relegations and the heartache and the the pain and the suffering makes you appreciate the these high moments oh, ten definitely. times more. Like you can win, you can win a final, but after you've had two relegations into non-league, three years of like going to Braintree and Geisley, Welling, Geisley, and places like that, North Ferriby, to win in the last minute or last couple of minutes at Wembley with you know with a team that you can really kind of. Relate to and well, Paul, and appreciate. You, you've you know you've very close to some a lot of them lads, aren't you? Still, I wouldn't say very close. No, do you know what I mean? No, but like you, you were with them day in day out for uh, several years. Yeah, and there's there's, there's several there. Who, you know, I know. The, I'll I'll say this, Paul, because you but like you always said, Connor was one of your favourites, if not your favourite, because he was. You always just said he was such a nice guy. He is, yeah. And he genuinely, yeah, he, 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 Jake, you said the same. You'd be one of them where he'd pop, he'd pop in the club shop. This was obviously when they were based at Pretton Park, a lot more, weren't they? Like they'd train that. So he'd pop in, you'd speak to him for like a couple of minutes, and he'd, you'd be like, What are you doing? And you'd be like, Oh, I'm going to a gig tomorrow. And then two days later, he'd pop in and be like, How was the gig? Poor, any good? And, do you know what? It sounds small, doing it, stuff like that. But like, he genuinely meant it. He was genuinely interested in what, yeah, what yeah. you, in like that. Yeah. And Ding. he grasped, you know, and like, the story, the Conor Jennings story, right, make it a fucking film the last 12 months of Conor Jennings' life. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, the, 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 obviously the illness that he got at the end of the last season. To come back, to even just feature in he that He was game. in a coma to, like 10 days before the final So last even year. come back and think about playing, for starters, is a bit of a joke. To actually come on and play, what did he play, 60 minutes or something? 70 Shoot. minutes. 70 Came minutes. Came on for Josh Janelli after like half an hour. Yeah. To then create the winning goal. It's just, uh, it's fantastic. And then obviously he's had he's had some 
some sort of sad news with his uh, granddad passing that he was close with and the, stuff. The day of the home leg, wasn't it? Of so, the, sudden as well, screen. which is... Yeah. yeah. It knocks anyone but, sideways. But, you know, he's, he gets on with it, he's professional, he gives his all for the team and then, you know, there's no nobody better for, uh, to get that, that special hero moment at the end of the game than him. The thing I find, like, where... It sounds weird like a full-grown man being so pleased, but you've got to remember these are people everyone in Birkenhead wants to talk to. Yeah. So they're not going to remember every face. And like I, when I left the club, I, I was in the club shop thing talking to Coombsy about a month, two months later. And he walked past and he stopped and he was like, oh, Jake, you're all right. I said, what are you, what are you doing now? Like, where are you working now? How, how have you been? Blah, blah, blah. And the fact he doesn't have to, he didn't have to do that at, now I'm not working there I'm, I'm just another fan yeah, yeah so he could have treated me like just another fan and you don't have to go You know, footballers don't go out the way to talk to fans no you don't if it, it, it'll stop for a fan but he came out of his way to, while I was having a conversation with someone else and I just thought do you know what you're you're a fucking great lad yeah and you are a really and it's always you probably I thought you'd, anyway. be bit, you'd be uh, you'd be getting bored talking to Keemsy to be fair <laughs> he so. come to rescue trying me. to save you <laughs> it's like this <laughs> It's a joke, Coombsy. It's a joke. No, Coombsy, it wasn't a joke. Paul's been slagging you off. So, dear, what he says off air about you, Coombsy? Coombsy, block and delete his number. Coombsy still got my USB from last year with the Wembley game on, actually. He's dead to you now. Just pop this year's Wembley game on last year's USB, that'll do. And I'll come and collect it. From the England Panama game, that was. I haven't forgotten. England Panama? Yeah, when we showed that in the tent and in all those. And then we showed the tram at the final again. England, oh, you, Panama. Yeah. I watched that in a pub in Wales on my own. I don't even want to know cool any more of that story. That's I, not I, cool was, story. I was working in Airbus at the time. And I snuck... Well, I was the only person in the whole company in work that day. <laughs> in our little contractors. So I thought, oh, fuck this, I had nothing to do. So I took myself to a little like pub over the road it's like a, a retail park over the road with a pub in it oh my favourite kind of pubs so I was sat in that and I was the only person who seemed to be quite enjoying the game I can imagine why 6-0 up after about 4 minutes great times wasn't it that World Cup no it was Conor Jennings all round good egg what a great two years we've had a football league hey, honestly mm-hmm. Wembley World Cup Wembley what's next Is it? cricket World Cup mate that's what you wait for Nations League Nations oh League. yeah fuck. fuck the World Cup next week cricket World Cup next and week then, and yeah. then Wembley again, and then Euros, and then Wembley again, and then <coughs> it's another Nations League. Do you know what I think they should do to jazz up the charity shield? Or community shield, whatever it is. Put the league Put the playoff fucking winners playoff in. winners in a, like, a, a little tournament. Am I right? So we'll have the League 2 versus League 1 playoff winners. So Villa, Tramia. Put Charlton. all three teams on the pitch at once. Charlton? Yeah, yeah. Can I just point out that three about goals. my... No, one goal. One goal. Singles. Oh, one player. Doubles. doubles. Connor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doubles, Two from each. And a, 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 neutral, a neutral goalkeeper. No, there's three goalkeepers and it's an extra bit, extra wide goal. Oh my God. FA doubles. No, you've got to bring Has in... Mark a- Palios got any con- this, this has to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark Palios must still have some contacts there. Fucking right, he has. Right. Get it- what, Paul? Not Paul. <laughs> Paul got sacked. Matt, get Mark on the phone. You're talking to the right man. <laughs> Mark's blocked Paul's number. <laughs> We've done more than that, mate. When's the court proceedings start? Oh, my word. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, Paul, Paul. You dirty, dirty man. <laughs> oh, what, uh, a, what a week it's been. 
Paul, do you know if you passed, I would still carry on this story at your funeral. <laughs> yeah, there'd be, like, be a secret that I could never th- tell. There'd be. Uh, Paul anyone, was a lovely is man. Is anyone here like to get up and say a few words? Me and Jake get up. Paul was a lovely man, except that day. <laughs> Tram me over. Sadly, we cannot talk about what he did. But let's just say the scars still deep. He snapped, and he wasn't the only thing that snapped. And you'll notice that Adam Dawson has never been the same since. <laughs> uh, that was the last we've seen of Kyoto the Jai. <laughs> and Rory Donnelly. Oh, the photo did emerge. Rory Donnelly, what a good. He was a great player, so was... He got his thing came out. Got his fella out. Yeah, he came out all right. <laughs> came out for all to see. What um. What a two years! What a, what a what a day Saturday was. The celebrations after then, it was just. And then the coach home. Like I, I think I tweeted it. My coach there. I thought the coach there was bad. My co- the coach home. If it had been a, a flight, it would have had to make an emergency landing, because there's God pity the drivers of that coach, mate. They, mm. they surprisingly they went. We asked, could we stop at the services? They went, no. <laughs> we're getting you home now <laughs> straight there yeah. we got back I sadly this year couldn't make I had to I didn't we bear did we drove straight we got home at like midnight I downloaded say, why did you why did you not stay down Paul right what are you a copite the I'm journey just, no, the saying. journey there and back is the best part of the day we normally lose the game so like <laughs> the journey down is great the journey home is like the journey home for Forest Green game was horrendous this was fucking brilliant. Okay. It's, uh, so, like, that's what you're in it for. Like, Tash, my missus, excuse me, keep burping, it's not Dr. Pepper. Um, she's never been a football fan. She's not, like, um, from a football family, really. She went to a school, they played rugby, do you know what I mean? It was one of them. She's a two-year two anniversary, she was on Monday. She's been going out with her for two years. She's, I brought her to Trammy Games, She's never she she doesn't she's never got it. She's never really understood, you know, why Why we go to so much Yeah, why we get so worked up and why it means so much. And then she said on the walk home to the coach after the game, she went, I get it. I understand it now. She was crying. She cried at full time, like genuinely crying. Because like when we scored, one of my best mates, Nick Roberts having a bit of a tough time um, recently and I knew that this day would cheer him up a lot hopefully you know thinking the result as well and we scored and uh, I was fine I was like just hanging on of like being um, yes 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 mate and I looked over and he was like even tears sobbing yeah and so so many people around like big barely men again like last year so I just went up to him hugged him like that set me off and then composed ourselves and we were like, fuck, there's two minutes to go, <laughs> injury time. And then full time it, and it was just like, that was it. That was it. There was like everyone around, we were all, it's like, you know, we're all friends, family. The only person who went crying was me, Ma. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and, but she said, like, she she always carries me dad's ashes, always, everywhere we go. And she had him, she was, had him in his hand extra time. And then my auntie, only my cousin Debbie went for the first time ever. She said, second period extra time, I prayed. For the first time in my life ever, I prayed to your dad. And I was like, well, he could have, I my genuine, I went, he could have fucking 
couldn't he fucking <laughs> got his four goals in the second half <laughs> instead of doing it like this could have made it a bit easier yeah but that like just as, like I said it last time about it these days and we all know we've all followed them me and Paul obviously a little bit longer than you Jake because we're older but you've we at least had a bit of success when we were really young. Yeah. We don't really remember properly, do we? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just sort of like vague. We were there when it happened, but you don't yeah. remember it. These two years, especially this, you've got to tragedies and you've got to remember them because they're moments that you'll remember for the rest of your life. The amount of little kids I saw there, there was young lads yeah. on our coach with the dads and like they were both at the end crying in tears and it's like you take these to your grave to the rest for the rest of your life like you'll be there you'll be like 70 years old god willing and you'll be sat there with your friends and your family and you'll be going oh remember that day at w- w- Wembley remember, that yeah. that day that entire day we were down on the coach drinking non-alcoholic beers in the freezer and fridge and we were in the pub then having our first alcoholic drink of the day because you know that's it's legal yeah. And then, you know, the walk down Wembley Way, we're all in there in the concourse singing. <laughs> we had the worst 120 minutes ever. Where we <laughs> sat there in silence going, <laughs> crying. Getting severely sunburned. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> saying that, we were like, oh, if only someone had some suntan lotion. Me mum had decanted <laughs> like a little 50 mil squirty bottle. You have to take... To the airport. Yeah, yeah. One of them, she was like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, that's why you're a mum. I, I think when you become a mum. This is what happens when you become a mum. You must literally give birth to a child. And then someone comes in and goes, here's your mum starter pack. It's a bag. Here's some, like. It's a bag filled with essentials. Random essentials, yep. which one day your son will need. Paracetamol, baby wipes, suntan lotion, diarrhea relief tablets. Um, <laughs> Anything. A drawing, a couple of drawing pins always seems to come in handy, like yeah. some safety pins, a handkerchief, tissues. Sellotape. Sellotape. Anything. Yeah, condom. <laughs> one thing you may ask for one day is like, Mum, where's the milkshake re- stain remover? It's like, ah, I've got it. Pulls it out the bag. It's mad, isn't it? Like, it's so weird. I'll, just... And then that's why we're lucky because we're male, so we'll be the dad and we go, don't know. Mom, Ask your mum. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're busy. What are we busy doing? Watching the footy. Exactly. Pulling the milkshake stains from out the... Yeah, what have you been doing with the milkshake? <laughs> what is this milkshake machine that you've got? Have you been doing it without the lid on? That mistake, the blender. <laughs> the blender with no lid. There's a lot of milkshake stains on the roof. And you're not getting much milk for our shake here. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of shake out of the milk, though. Once again, we've gone off off topic. I know. And People are, are who's surprised. that guy who, who complained about the last show? Someone left it. It was funny. He went like, I had a listen. He went, um, oh, yeah. Listen to the first few minutes. It was a little bit rambly. I'm sure you'll get better as you go on. I felt like going, Mate, we've been doing it for three years. <laughs> we've done over 150 shows, I think. <laughs> As we go on. Thanks for your compliment. It's like, if you listen to a podcast, that's what they are. It's people rambling on about something. I like to think that we... T- obviously, it's tramier-based, but I like to think we touch on, you know, wider Important topics. Everyday. Important Politics, life. social issues, <laughs> Connor Jennings. That's all I care about right now is Connor Jennings, quite frankly. Yeah. And we've got to get him on. I've yeah, got to get some photos. I've got to get some stuff framed. Um, some image, some images done, and I've got to get him to sign them. Mm. I will sell whatever I need to sell to get Connor Jennings here. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do something, even if we have to go over to 
man, man clans. Even if Paul, you have to not turn up. What if that's one of the producers? That be, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. He was there the day. It wasn't he saw what happened as well. <laughs> wasn't pretty. Right, shall yeah, we... Uh, we forgot to mention that in things Conor Jennings been through in the last two years. Yeah, talk about trauma. Forget, like, the coma. Forget the coma and the, the death of his granddad. Seeing what Paul Harper did to... <laughs> when are we going to stop filming these, by the way? I think they need to stop being filmed. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, because my silence Paul's doesn't sound. Well, no, don't need to film me and you. We'll just put a camera there, just Paul's face. Every just 30 going, seconds, you'll just see him slouching. Oh. Don't... Oh. I did, I we haven't said anything libelous yet. Till I listened to the one I went on. <laughs> James Norwood went in hard. <laughs> that was, and I was right there to back I James can't Norwood. Really remember what James time. Norwood said? I can just remember a lot of laughing and a lot of Paul not laughing. Saying yeah. the James Norwood laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it properly, but it's that little laugh that he does. That like when he's wound someone up correctly. Paul's used to it now. Do we should get on? Do the do the crime, pay the time, don't you, Paul? Do we should get on? Is Mrs. We should, yeah. Honestly, can what we get his... interesting life from the other side? Ash, if you're listening, which you're not, but can someone who does listening tweet her <laughs> on our behalf? I'm sure they will tweet her because that girl gets bombarded on Twitter. God help her. Can, can you come on and just do a small piece and go, like, tell us what it has been like. We can call you five years. Come here for two and a half hours. Five years with James Norwood. Fuck that. Be like, just do a documentary. I love the fella, and I couldn't. I couldn't. It'll be like that documentary with, about the woman who like lived with Ted Bundy for five years. James <laughs> Norwood must be proper tough love. You've got to really, really love him. Oh, it's unconditional him. What a lady. love. What a lady. Well, speak to Tash upstairs. She knows what that's like to unconditionally love someone. And people I go, couldn't put it with "What him. are you with him for?" <laughs> I think that's why she gets all the dogs. She's trying to, like, drown them out. Don't she She's made a wall of dogs in the middle of the bed so that even at night time she doesn't have to see them. Why do you think we've got two cats? You're getting drowned out. Yeah. Our cat, it was, it was funny though, yesterday, our female cat, Treacle, done a little shite on her desk. And then she was worried and she was like, what's happened? Picked her up and she's done a shit on it. <laughs> what a cat. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Shall we, um... Shall we throw to these uh, these fan interviews? Yeah, throw to these fan interviews that Paul did. So keep it Wembley-based. Yeah, keep it Wembley-based. And then we'll come back and we've we've got a competition. We've got a competition, yeah. Yeah. And we have a prize and everything. Yeah, and then we'll wrap it up and um, wrap up this season. Yeah, and then we'll tell you all about what we're going to do over the summer. Paul, throw to your interviews. Tell us what they are. Right, so I caught up with five supporters. The band? The band. Oh. Famous yeah. five. Um... Yeah, just chatting about Wembley, experiences, emotions, all the rest of it. Um, here we go. I hope Jamie Bears isn't in it. I'll be annoyed if Jamie Bears is in it. He is, not I'm annoyed then. Only for one minute, though. Yeah, here, here come. No, too late. Here's the sound effect that I put in when we had it go to an interview. Here's the sound effect now. Right, this is Tramier with uh, Jamie Bears outside the uh, promotion party in the uh, fan park. Is it safe to say that you've had a bevy or two already? Um, I'd say I'd have a couple. Um, as you can tell, things went a bit pitong last night, very rapidly. So it was more head of the dog and then carry on getting smashed all day. So you enjoyed the game then, I presume? So I nearly missed the goal. I went upstairs to have a wee and I turned around to watch the attack. 
So I scored and I was on my own celebrating, so I had to run down the stairs. Ended up in, a, in an aisle that wasn't mine, hugging some woman who I've never met who was considerably older than I am. So I got lost. So it's kind of stories that kind of sum up days like that, don't it? Yeah, it, it's. It, 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 I, it's it's mad how it's happened again so far. So so quick, sorry. Like, I, like as you said, we would. I only ever expected us to finish highest mid-table, so to be celebrating promotion again is fantastic. Not, not for me, liver though. So uh, we're here at the promotion sort of party, homecoming at Brennan Park. Um, you're going to be on it all day, aren't you? Um, again? Yes. It's safe to say um, today, tomorrow, yesterday... It's bad that these things fall on a bank holiday, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's such a shame. It's such a shame that it would... I mean, it's just amazing. I, I just... I don't really need an excuse, but this is the perfect reason to just fucking go mad. Right, we can uh, we can barely hear your voice, so uh, we're going to leave it there, Jamie. Tom, man. The bastard lights. OK, another guest on the line. Rovers fans everywhere wanting to talk to me. Um, <laughs> I wish. Um, we've got Ali Mog on the phone. Uh, Ali, thanks for uh, thanks for speaking to us, giving up your time. No problem. A pleasure. Oh, thank you. Uh, nobody ever <laughs> says that to us, but uh, we appreciate the sentiment. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so we're just we're getting reactions from Tranmere fans about obviously the 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 final the playoff final. So um, you've been a supporter, I believe, since the early '90s. So you remember, kind of the uh, well, it would be the championship now, the team that were they were competing, and the, the obviously the playoff near misses from the '90s to now the uh, the playoff successes that we've gone through the last couple of years. What does it kind of mean to you to have have seen the kind of the obviously the dip before that, and now the uh, and now the rise back up. Well, I, I kind of like was one of the first people I think to kind of join Johnny King's spaceship on that trip to the moon back in the early nineties, and um, I don't think we really had anything to uh, that's kind of come close to that kind of monumental rise over those seasons under Johnny King in the early nineties, mid nineties that we've had over the last few years under Mickey Mellon, and um, it's just it's just making me proud to be a, a Tranmere fan. Um, again, and I think I spent quite a lot of my years in my 20s and my 30s kind of trying to um, explain to people why I supported Tranmere and I could have supported some of the more successful clubs. But now I actually feel quite kind of like uh, positive and quite um, happy to explain why uh, why supporting Tranmere is a really, uh, a really great thing to do. I think what we've kind of been through over the years with kind of, you know, this the various managers and stuff that we've had over the pre-Mickey Mellon. Um, the kind of, inf- those those years where we had lots of lone players and we just sort of seemed to forget how to win games and the game management was poor and the crowds were dipping. Over the last couple of years, I've just seen so much positivity and so much kind of professionalism, I think, back in the club. And I think that, that comes from the top, from the owners, from from uh, Mark and Nicola Palios, right through the management, the core of the kind of backroom staff and the kind of players that we've um, acquired over the last couple of years um, just really seem to have completely turned the club's fortunes around and yeah, it's making us all proud to be Tramway fans again. OK, 
say let's uh, let's sort of specify and sort of zoom in if you like on on Saturday and Wembley. Uh, what what was your day like? Did you, how did who who were you there with? First of all, so I set off um, pretty early from Sheffield, where I've lived for the last twenty years or so. Um, with uh, met my met a friend who I met at university, one of the first people that I met um, at uni in Sheffield. At randomly, was a Tranmere fan from Neston, and we've been. Uh, how did that happen? We, so you can't well, just push past that. <laughs> Well, it was, it, you know, I went along, I was 18, so this is like, you know, 22 years ago. I went along to the first kind of like, um, first kind of meet and greet, I guess, really, in Sheffield. And one of the first lads I started talking to was this ginger bloke. And I said, oh, where are you from? And he was like, oh, I'm from Neston. He was like, do you support Tramier? Like, yeah. <laughs> and since then, and since then, we've been pals and we've been um, going to games kind of home and away. Um, not every single game because it's difficult to get to those, but maybe a dozen or so games every season experience the highs and mostly lows of of the last uh, last few years. And so um, he lives in Manchester now, and we met up in London. I managed to drag my brother along, and um, yeah, we uh, sort of made the trip down Wembley Way for the third time on the trot, um, having had a couple of pints and a few pubs along the way to try and what I thought was probably numb. The pain of uh, <laughs> the pain of the day, or uh, at least to uh, kind of like um, give us a bit of uh, lubrication in advance, um, and then arrived at the uh, at the stadium. And the atmosphere was building, um, and it was great actually to see because the last couple of times we've been there, we've played you know Forest Green and Boreham Wood, and that's people perfectly honest they're not really proper clubs are they they've got you know a few hundred fans you know here and there but they're kind of pub teams that have been bankrolled by uh by people and so it was good to actually kind of feel that we were you know um two, that there were two proper teams there that were pretty well supported um and the game kicked off and um i, I could tell beforehand i knew it was going to be a bit of a battle um because of the way that newport play you know, they, they're very direct, aren't they? And they play mm. play a lot of balls through the middle, through uh, Matt and um, Armand. Quite difficult to uh, to to, um, to uh, nullify that that threat. It made it a bit difficult, I think, for us to get the ball out wide because of the way that they play. So, yeah, it was a bit it was a bit of a battle. I don't think it was one for the purest, to be honest. Um, and then as the game wore on. Um, you know, I thought we they started quite well, and then we came back into it with a few chances. Nord had that volley, which I thought you know, he hit it pretty much uh, straight well. down the keeper's throat. Yeah, absolutely. But then I thought in the second half, Newport started to come into it a bit, had a few chances, and then with the sending off, I actually started to get a bit more positive because the way that we've played against ten men in the sort of the, you know playoff semi-finals and. Another game where we've been able to kind of manage the game quite well. Um, I started to become a little bit more positive, but then there's extra time back in the next time came, and it was you know the players were pretty knackered. There were a few a few chances here and there, and then when Jennings put that that header in, I ended up two rows in front of me. Um, <laughs> I was ended up with my arm in some bloke's sleeve of his jacket, and I had to uh, apologise and be helped back up to my seat. <laughs> And then those um, sort of last sort of ninety seconds between Connor's goal and uh, the full time whistle felt like a, felt like an epoch. Um, but when that when the final whistle blew, it was uh, it was incredible. It was incredible. It's becoming a habit. This isn't it? <laughs> a nice one, though. 
absolutely. I mean, I'm under no illusions. I think it's going to be much more tough in League One. I think the standard these days between the National League and League Two is probably probably less of a gulf than it maybe was in years gone by because there's more uh, full-time professional teams in the National League now. But momentum's been with us this season, and I think we've done really, really well. You have to give credit to to Mellon and to Jackson and and the team and the sorry the backroom staff and. Uh, you know, the spine of the team has been really important over the year. You know, that consistency of having Norwood and Jennings, um, Banks, Davis and goal. We've had a couple of changes at centre-half, but Nelson and I think uh, and Alice, who came in for a bit, have been rock solid. Uh, yeah, we've been, we've been good to watch. We've been really, 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 really good to watch. And then post-match, Steve and well, uh, Scotty lift the trophy. What's going, yeah, through, what's going through your head? Well, it was just... You I said mean, to me just before that, we started recording, it was a bit of this, but you still can't believe it. Oh, I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still struggling to kind of comprehend what, we, what we've achieved, really. Um, but we know how it feels to, to go there and lose, because that's still quite a you know, recent thing when we played Forest Green and you see the other players celebrating, the other fans jumping around in the stands and... I think coming back and watching us beat Boring Wood under those circumstances really did feel like quite an amazing achievement this year. Um, very, very similar. I think really under the sort of circumstances of the game, uh, that kind of like battle, that kind of like war of attrition that it was. And to see them sort of lift that trophy, it just made me feel an enormous sense of proud to be associated with, with a club that was really kind of... Um, made great steps in the last couple of years to kind of re-establish itself with the local community and do some really, really positive things and become kind of like a, a you know, a proud and um, important community club back on the world again. It's really re-engaged, I think, with local people and the whole kind of like programme of work that the Palliosas are doing with the um, SWA, you know, the um, getting the getting the young kids kind of like from the local area, getting them season tickets for uh, low prices and things, and trying to do a bit of kind of community outreach work it makes you feel proud that you know it's a proper club and it's not just you know we're not just bankrolled by all your money or you know to be fair I take a bit of that to be honest, but <laughs> um, you know we we genuinely feel it genuinely feels like we're owned and, and run by people that, that really care and understand and get the club, and I think that's. Uh, that's an enormous thing to be proud of and I don't think we should lose sight of that despite the achievements we've had on the pitch because I think it just sort of runs right through the club from top to bottom. And you've sort of alluded to it there that it's maybe a bit of a, a different step moving into League One for next season. What what are your thoughts? How do you think uh, Rovers will get on? Well, I've seen some of the paper talk today about you know linking Mellon with Swansea. Uh, I suppose we should have expected that two promotions in two years and the newspapers are trying to sell copies and the clickbait and stuff there. Now that there's very few matches happening, they're looking for, for stories, but we're going to, you know, we'll have to work hard to keep hold of some of our better players. You know, obviously Norwood's out of contract and a lot of people, well, we obviously all want him to stay, but the reality is that he's going to be inundated with offers, I guess, for some clubs, possibly even in the championship, you want to take a chance on someone who's scored a bag full of goals. Um, I just hope that we can 
maintain that kind of core spine of the team and make some sensible additions, um, keep hold of the manager. Because um, I think that kind of consistency has served us well in the uh, pre-season of the, over the last few years um, where we've been able to kind of like plan properly. I think it'd be a shame if we if we lost some some of those important players. Um, but it does feel like that there's good positive momentum in the club and that good decisions will be made about who's to bring in, to bring in some kind of, you know, some, some more quality players and some strength and depth. I think, you know, we're a slightly more attractive proposition for decent players as well now that we've got League One status as well. Right, I am joined by another Tranmere fan. Uh, so we've got Tom Boyce, who is... Uh, I, was gonna, I, was, I, I nearly did say pro golfer, but you are like a golfing empresario or something. Uh, analysts, um, everyone will probably know you off Twitter and stuff. So uh, thanks for giving up your time, mate. No, great to great to finally make it to the illustrious <laughs> illustrious Tramia podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, nobody's ever said that before, so thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> um, so obviously we're just catching up with fans, chatting about Wembley and stuff, but to put. Wembley into perspective um, you have to look back on the kind of the darker times let's say so we went through sort of 27 years without winning anything um, obviously there were a few highlights among those 27 years like the cup runs which is where you uh, you kind of caught the bug of uh, supporting the successful Tranmere team that were beating the likes of Everton and Southampton and all the rest of it yeah, I got I got suckered in really by by the cup runs. Um, used to go with my dad and my granddad, so it was sort of three generations. Um, obviously, we had them some of them cup games: Everton, Southampton, uh, West Ham, Bolton. And I thought, oh, what a team to support this is. Um, then we obviously the Ronnie and the John McMahon relegation. Then Mickey Adams got his hands on it. I thought, ah, this isn't this isn't quite what what I bought into but um, just to stick in and experience those lows that are com- like one end of the scale and then to have days like we have the last two years and even like Forest Green away in the semi-final just they make it so much more special and that's that's what the fans of the big clubs like your Liverpools and the Everton's yeah they could win the league but it wouldn't mean as much as it has to, to all us sort of hardcore hardcore Tramia fans so obviously back to back promotions is a remarkable achievement no matter what the kind of situation is but having gone through the kind of back to back relegations like you said under sort of Ronnie John McMahon uh, Mickey Adams the kind of the 50 odd loan players that we had um, it's kind of like there's an identity back to the club and obviously we're riding this kind of amazing crest of a wave but having gone through back to back relegations to back it up with back-to-back promotions like this is kind of the polar, polar opposites of, of feeling as low as you can feel but then these amazing highs yeah it, it absolutely is and um, I think you've got to give enormous credit to obviously the chairman his wife and the manager and the culture at the club now to what it was during those spiralling years is just unrecognisable um, I mean, my background is in performance in, in sport so I obviously have a bit of an interest in it and 
you look at what Mickey's done um, with the sort of culture and the standards and how the players have bought into it and policed it themselves a lot. I mean, on the, the podcast with Norwood, he spoke about how they'd sort of out the people in the dressing room who weren't putting the shifts in and buying into that that team culture. And that's a major part of why we're successful now. Um, and even the lone players, like if you watch the celebrations after Forest Green and, and Wembley, previously the lone players got a lot of stick, and rightly so. But you look at how Sid and Kieran Morris and them guys are celebrating, it's, that shows how they've bought into the club and just the real culture shift that Mickey and, and all the lads have, have built, really. So obviously Saturday, um, I believe you were living it up in the uh, in the posh seats. Yeah, we we've, we've done Club Wembley the last three years. Um, just a good day out, nice meal, and great seats. And then when you come down, you get to see the players with the trophy. Or as it was the first year when Forest Green were coming up the steps, you're close enough to tell Mark Cooper and his his team exactly what you think of them, um, <laughs> which was quite satisfying at the same time. It did sort of help that defeat that day telling that prick what he was but um, no we were, we were in there but they have a rule don't they no club colours but fortunately I, I had the foresight to get away around it and had a beautiful melon logoed shirt that I wore for the day and it's now the, the lucky shirt providing he doesn't go to Swansea or West Brom this week um, <laughs> So, yeah, we you can easily get away with club colours though. You just wear a white shirt. Like a white shirt is it's club colours, I guess. Yeah, yeah they, they, I think they'd realised when I had like 100 melons on a shirt that ah, he's got round the system here. But um, yeah, it was proper. It's proper corporate football, but we we still made ourselves known, and it was quite a, a passionate neutral section in favour of Tranmere, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Like, like what a day and um, obviously when they were coming down with a cup to be able to congratulate the lads first hand and got a little hug off Mickey so little magic moment there <laughs> um, listen to the podcast and then Matt's mix actually to get in the mood so by the time I, I got oh we'll love that yeah, by the time I got off the bus I was I was ready ready for them Welsh bastards yeah um, <laughs> so um, obviously sort of Wembley's the kind of special place it's it's kind of awe-inspiring it's, it's the, the kind of grandeur of the, of the of the place compared to obviously new stadiums no disrespect to League 2 or National League and stuff but it's like worlds apart so obviously you sort of in, soaking up the atmosphere seeing all the all the fans arrive and the, the kind of just gives a a sense of how you were feeling when you kind of look look to to the left hand side and just see the, the you know the gulf of Tranmere fans just throughout that behind that goal. Yeah, it's it's just awesome. I mean, obviously where we are, you see the whole of the Tranmere section. It was just a, a sea of white, um, and the noise from it was amazing. And I mean, the, when the camera goes on the crowd after he scored as well, the scenes are just incredible aren't they I mean you see like other teams when they've won things and it's 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 like they're in a library whereas ours were properly properly going for it and it's it's great great set of fans and sort of deserve them days don't we we do I think um, so yeah um, winning goal goes in 
you're in a neutral section, no club colours, not supposed to share any emotion if either team score. Did you go a little bit ballistic? I wasn't the only one, but I, w- I wish there was a fan cam. Was like Mike Dean's got a lot of publicity, but I comfortably outdid him during those couple of minutes after the goal. Um, so the point, the steward came down at the end of the game actually to Club Wembley and said, Are you, "You're looking a little bit calmer now than you were a few minutes ago." <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just incredible, jumping up and down, hugging whoever was in within reach. Um, there was an elderly couple, elderly couple in front of us who were, again, they hadn't got, could barely get out of seats. But again, they were up dancing. It was, it was amazing. Um, and you just, again, you look towards our end and just the limbs that are everywhere. <laughs> it was, I mean, if you saying if you were going to win a game of football, you couldn't have picked a better, a better way to do it at Wembley, down our end with one minute to go. And obviously, Connor, after everything that happened with his granddad and last year, and someone who'd been at the club for obviously quite a long time through the, the tough years, um, it's just incredible. And then, as you say, you uh, you get a, a close up of uh, the team kind of walking up to to collect the. Uh, I've got to say, it's an impressive trophy for a playoff, but um, that's maybe um, a conversation for another day. But um, so all the players are coming past you. Sort of give us a, a bit of kind of insight as to how you were feeling about you know being able to kind of shake everyone's arm, getting the hugs and stuff, as you say. But also how maybe they were they were feeling at, at that time as they're walking up to collect this trophy as well. Yeah, you could and you could see the emotion in some of them, and I, I actually got quite emotional for them as well. But you get certainly this group of players, you, I think you build a bit of a sort of emotional bond to I mean teams in the past you couldn't give a shit if they left or anything but like these guys you know they've they put 100% in you know they've stuck with us um, people like Scott Ride Snores um, Jay Harris and you you just feel a bit emotional really that how proud you are of them and um, coming down just to get give them like high five few little hugs and on that it's just just great just great that kind of connection between players the owners the manager and the the supporters you think that's as much as important as um, obviously the results on the pitch but like that kind of togetherness makes it even more special and, and you know when you're enjoying those kind of high moments makes it a bit more special because you you feel that kind of bond between everyone. I think that's been important. The kind of connection that has been started to come back over the last sort of five years or so. It's massive. You look at any team that goes on and wins or succeeds at something. That's what they have. That strong togetherness. And I think ours, as a club, is probably the strongest of any club in in the football league at the moment. Um, you even just look at the semi-finals. You had the two sort of better footballing technical teams on paper, Mansfield and Forest Green, and they both got beat by the two teams who are still good footballing teams, but they've got that fight, that togetherness, that team spirit, and they were the two who ended up in the final. And I mean, you saw that with Newport; they were a tough nut to crack in with ten men. They had that fight and determination, which 
we matched and thankfully got the goal. Um, but you've, you've got to give enormous credit to everyone at the club for the way they've involved the fans, like the players going into the tents and mixing with the fans, the owners just really builds that bond and I think that's what you've seen transfer into the, the atmospheres and the followings. People feel a connection to that team and they can buy into that and, and will support them to, to the last minute. Dutch on as well, Steve McNulty, that has probably the second half of the season been sort of forgotten about and a lot of people had written him off and I, I remember saying to me, I'd say he's going to have a big part to play and if we were in a, a one-off big game, he'd be one of the first players I'd have on the, the team sheet. And obviously Mickey made a very bold call to bring him on. And that last period he was on the pitch, it was like a magnet, heading everything out, aggressive, just a proper leader on the pitch. And maybe something to discuss on the podcast, best Tramia captains. And for me, I can't think of a better one, certainly in my time watching um, so, I mean, credit to Macker as well, what a guy. Absolutely. Can you kind of put into words what it means to have done a back-to-back promotion? And Obviously, we've talked about the the bad times that we've had over the last sort of 10 years or so. Um, you know, fighting relegation, celebrating like it was a promotion just to, to stay in, in the division at Stockport and things like that to go through back-to-back relegations and then these these last two Wembley finals getting back-to-back promotions can you kind of put into words what it means and maybe what it means as a, a local lad to support your local team and to see them enjoying such great success yeah absolutely I mean we, we all get stick from the sort of Tunnel rats, don't we? From Everton and Liverpool, and 1995 was the last time Everton ever did anything. So don't worry about it. And we've we've beaten three in our own backyard. Um, but yeah, it's let's say we've seen bad times. I mean, I remember getting beat two 0 by Braintree at home, and I think they had eight fans who come on a skateboard that night. And you think, oh my god, when is it going to end? Um, and just to see us climbing back up and all of a sudden people thinking oh, that's that's why you, you support them and it's it's amazing so many fans did stick with us when we went down the leagues as well and they're the ones you you just feel so happy for um, did you take you take the ridicule or oh, you're non-league that and we could have easily turned into a wreck I mean, what are they go they're going for 13 in a row aren't they or is it 14 lost count now um, but we've we've got up and then we've got up again so we've got to get relegated twice to end up back in that league now so we, <laughs> I think even Tramia we we should be able to avoid that league for a few more years but um, no it's it's amazing and again what a job Mickey's and, and all the coaching staff have done as well um, just hard to put into words Right, I am here with Tramir fan Will Gilbert, one of the younger supporters, because uh, I have to say, most of the fans we've chatted to are slightly older, uh, a bit more my age. But, um, well, sort of, first of all, thanks for coming down and chatting. Um, tell us a little bit about um, how long you've been supporting Rovers. Uh, I'd say I've been supporting Tramir since maybe around 12 years ago. 
from around the age of five. Uh, I took to my first game around 2007 kind of time. I think it was a home to South End, and I think we won 1 0. That's about all I remember from that time, to be honest. <laughs> okay, so one of the kind of new generation who have kind of experienced some of the low moments of the relegations, but then the back to back promotion. So, what does um, sort of supporting your local team, what does it kind of mean to you? Uh, it, it means the world. It's, um, it, it's, like, it's all I think about, to be honest, just trying all the games, the, the lads. Um, getting relegated back to back, I went down to Plymouth on that day and it was it was horrendous. Um, three years in the conference, never nice. And then I remember last year the elation in the in that end was unbelievable. So I would have just take I would have taken twenty second place beginning of the season to survive relegation. But obviously Norwood stepped up. He, he's arguably the reason why we got to the player final and that that. Um, it, it was incredible. At the stadium, and as always, no matter what side you're in, you walk through that little gateway for your block, you look around, and you're simply in awe. And you've, you've got to find your rope, which is always difficult as well. <laughs> okay, so the game, I, I'll be honest, I don't remember much about the game apart from that moment. Um, so, sort of go through what you can remember, how you were, how you were kind of feeling. Uh, ups, downs, the red card, etc. There was a whole host of emotions going on over the course of the the two hours that the game was actually going on. Yeah. Uh, remember, I, I had to uh, actually keep my jacket on during the game, which was probably the worst part of it because uh, I had no I had no um, zips on my pockets on my shorts that I was wearing. So I had to keep hold of it because if we scored, the phone's gone, isn't it? Uh, so obviously then I had to keep the jacket on couldn't take it off in case I stepped on it when we scored so that, that was probably the worst part having the jacket on in the heat uh, I just remember I remember being very back and forth that, that's all I remember I remember them having a chance us having a chance them having a chance us having a chance and then I remember the, the game ended and I just sat down looked around me and everyone was in the same boat everyone was just a nervous wreck um, don't remember anything from the first half extra time all I remember was thinking that's a penalty when Manny absolutely took out Jimmy Omar. It just was a penalty. Uh, it was like the second half extra time. I was just tired. I didn't have the energy to go and chant. It was yeah, I was, I was emotionally and physically drained. Uh, and then I, I, did, I kind of remember the goal. I remember it a lot more than I remember Norwood's last year. I just remember seeing the ball come in, seeing the keeper do that spectacular dive, and just seeing the ball hit the net. I'm going to be honest, I cried like a baby. Like I have done the last few years. I said I wouldn't this year, but I can't control it. It's <laughs> so obviously like everyone's just going mental. Um, it's a big moment. Obviously, we were still had 90 seconds or something to play, which felt like an eternity. So, final whistle goes. Everyone's sort of jumping around, hugging each other. Did you find yourself hugging people that you've never met before? Oh yeah, there was. Uh, I was on a road mostly with family and friends, and the road in front. Because the, the way they, the way they ticketed it, you, you could only buy like eight at a time. So we had like two rows of eight. Um, a few people that sat around me at the games were a few rows down. But to my left, there was just a fellow I've never met before. Really got on with him. It's a shame that I'm not actually uh, his best mate now. I didn't get his name. Um, I remember hugging, hugging him full time. 
And then it was straight away hugging my girlfriend, hugging my uncle, my granddad, everyone around, just crying on them. It's never, can't beat it. Can't beat it. So, back to back promotions. Um, doesn't happen very often in for any team, really, let alone Tramere, who have had little to no success over the last 30 years so uh, obviously as a, as a youngster kind of coming sort of joining the super white army relatively recently what, what does it mean to kind of be on this journey if there's a proper feel good factor around the club and you obviously work, you work in the club shop and stuff so you get a kind of buzz about these things so just give us a kind of a summary of the kind of the buzz and the, the feel good factor that's going around the place in a minute uh, you hear a lot of the older fans talk about Kingy and them golden years. Uh, then we went on our, what, 27-year drought without winning a thing. Uh, so, to me, I, I think my first whole season was when we missed out in the playoffs just going up. I think that was the first season I got a season ticket for. So, obviously, to me, it, it felt normal just to be mid-table league one every season. Uh, the relegation was horrible, as was the second one. But it's it's like now it's... Especially since around the Carlisle game, it's a, it's a buzz that I've never felt before at a football club. It's every game you experience an atmosphere that is unmatchable by any other team in the league, home or away. Um, you know, even when you're still getting minuscule away followings in the cow shed, and you know we're still creating that noise. He's meaning Father Screen. Absolutely, and then MK MK didn't bring a good amount either. Um, <laughs> But I remember that, that playoff home game, being very nervous. Uh, I, f- I finished work early, went out for a meal before the game, and then uh, I got into one of those around quarter past seven. And uh, it was just surreal, the fact that we were in a League 2 playoff. No matter what happened, you were still proud of the club. So it, it's still just, it still hasn't fully hit me that we're in a League 1 side. And I don't think it will until we play that first game, but it's, a, it's an amazing thing to be part of. And do you think that having suffered sort of back-to-back relegations, to kind of to do it on the reverse, it's kind of brought back the kind of that f- that feel good that I mentioned, but also kind of united everyone and everyone's sort of the whole not just maybe the die-hard Tranmere fans, but the whole kind of local community has come come together and and can go on that that kind of amazing journey that Mickey and the lads are taking us on. Yeah, it's one of them. Like when you win a playoff final, it feels like everybody knows each other. It doesn't matter whether you've met before or you haven't. You're hugging them, and that's that's the end of it. You um, look, you look at Mike Dean. He is getting some negative press for taking the attention away, but I love it. Um, like you said, he he's just a normal fan like any of us. Um, we're all embarking on it together. It's bringing back some of the old fans that left after the relegations. Um, I think we're nearly on a record number of season tickets in the last few seasons, which is also fantastic. Uh, obviously, it's a pain in the arse to uh, serve them in the shop and do 15 season tickets a day. But, uh, yeah, it just... It, it's a feel-good... It, it's just feeling good, and it's... See, I can't even put it into words how good it feels. It, it, it's, it's unmatchable. 
Okay, that was Paul's interviews, Wembley interviews. A good job done by Paul Harper, the Rovering reporter. Jake Keogh's got to get off. He's got voluntary work down at the um, Children's Orphanage. If he's not there to come to lunch, no one is. So Jake's got to go off. Again. Yeah, again. Considering Thanks, no, Paul. Yeah, because Paul didn't turn up for his shift. <laughs> Typical. And he gets paid as well, doesn't he? Doesn't Paul kids bre- think breakfast just happens in like fairy tales now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Paul. Unbelievable. Right. Jake, sign off. Sign off for the season. I'm not going to make any false promises. <laughs> I'm not going to commit to anything else. I've already gone to have things on the new <laughs> podcast for you, life. You've learned your Which lesson. will happen in Benidorm in July. I look forward to it. I'm saying this year, Jake Keogh's prediction, Tramie Rovers will finish ninth. What? Ninth. <laughs> We're going to have another good season. It's mid, mid-table, but upper the upper upper echelons. You've been yeah. around, you've been around Paul too much, mate. Hang on, last year you said you said like thirtieth, and Paul said like forty fifth, and I said, yeah. Look what happens. You get the tattoo, zoom on the back of your hood, yo yo. And I was one place else. So if I'm one place else at ninth, I'll take it. I would. I'm do you know what I'm saying. Fourteenth again. Again. I hope it's right. I said fourteenth last year. Oh, for, when was that? Fourteenth. No, fourteenth. No, I like fourteenth. I'm gonna be slightly more pessimistic. Go Shock. <laughs> 16th take, so, it, it, We stay up I'd take 16th Where did Atkinson finish? Do we, do we finish? 16th probably 16th. Here's a quick so, question yeah. before we go Go on Which big teams do we beat away? We've got to beat at least one of them And by what score? Ooh. I'm telling you now we We're one. not going to get a resort <laughs> stadium we, like, we always get beat 5-0 yeah, yeah, Are we calling it? Which big team? <sighs> yeah We'll beat them I think Why we'll do you have to bring Ipswich up, Paul? We'll be Bolton away 2-1. But that's all I can... Right, and Bolton first game. Another horrible stat. If we do play Ipswich, James Norwood won't play in either game. What a waste. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Three cheers for JK, everyone. We, we, we. Don't punch anyone in the face on your way out, by the way. He's talking to me now, Paul. <laughs> <gasps> <Ooh. clears throat> Hope no, none of the uh, mics picked that up. <laughs> JK, everyone. Cheers, Jake. <laughs> Bastard. Hey, he's a good lad. <clears throat> so, um, we, we're we looking for a thousand followers on Twitter yeah. for Wembley. It's actually up to like a thousand and fifty nine or something last time I looked. Are we really? So uh, thank you very much for uh, spreading the word, helping us get the followers. What thousand and sixty three now? That's not so, bad at all. Um, did say when we started the Twitter feed that we would um, give away a prize. That's right, Paul. You did say you would give away a prize. I did. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be this hard to find one, but um, what a prize? A prize, yeah. Hmm. So. The prize is... Go on. What have you rustled up? What have you stolen from the orphanage? Courtesy of Lux Overboard. Oh, We've lovely. got a very limited edition. <laughs> In whatever size you want, as long as it's medium or large. Uh, what about extra medium? <laughs> um, a This Is Tramia t-shirt. Oh, the podcast one? Podcast t-shirt. That's part of the prize. And then um, courtesy of Matt Hibbert's... Um, Memorabilia, yeah, my own. Like, get in touch if you want. You know, <laughs> I'm one of them guys who hangs around in airports trying to get people to sign stuff. Um, if you've seen the that iconic photo of Norwood from last year, well, if you've seen his house, yeah, in that uh, dog video, yeah, or if you've seen Norwood's house, the, the huge, like, 
six foot by four foot print in a frame that I gave him that he signed by the way because <laughs> originally it was for me before I got my canvas um, I'll put a photo up of it I've actually got a spare one of those not quite as big no it's not it's it's standard it's whatever the size is where you can get the frame in um, Wilkinson's like five pound or seven pound for a slightly better one um, and it's that it's the high quality high res image on a gloss print signed signed by the man himself signed by James Norwood from last year at Wembley I'll put it up, I'll put the photo up, and I'll put a photo of that. I'd like it to go to someone who's in the photo, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that would be nice. Um, and there's quite a few people in it. So, what are you saying? Are we going to try and fix the draw? No, no, I mean, anyone can enter, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. we said we'd pick out randomly. A random? Followers. Is that, well, maybe. So, we've got a thousand followers, we'll pick. A random one. I mean, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how we're going to do it. Shouldn't we do pick some a number between what? what maybe, maybe do that for the t-shirt, and then I'll pick the winner for the for the. the so we give two prizes. Yeah, two prizes, one each. I think okay. that's better. Than, it's better to spread it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unlucky if you get the t-shirt, but you know, Me, you the, get something. The random one should be the t-shirt. I think then people should te- people should tell us. Maybe you should tweet us. What could it be? We probably should have thought about this before we started recording <laughs> the show. <clears throat> Maybe, tell you what, their the favourite moment from the past two seasons. Yeah, okay. How about that? Your favourite moment from the past two promotion seasons. Tweet us at This Is Tramia, at Matt Hibbert, at Paul Harper 82. Yep. And at, oh, what's, that, what's JQ? Double H. Yeah. The main one, just tweet at This Is Tramia, but if you can get at Matt Hibbert and at Paul Harper 82 in as well, because then it'll get seen by more. Your favourite moment... From the last two seasons, the two promotion seasons, tweet as them. Could be a funny moment. Do you know what? Yeah, just any memorable moment. It could be something stupid. It could be something as weird, silly as the fucking condiment table at Barrow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just something silly like and that. Then, yeah, and then we'll pick. Yeah, and then we'll pick one. Yeah, something yeah. you know, or because we've come as Fat Boy Slim said, we've come a long, long way together. The, yeah, in the last two years, it's unbelievable. From Geisley away in North Ferriby to Sunderland, Portsmouth, Ipswich, Bolton. Coventry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should be good. It's going to be tough. I, keep, I feel like we'll do a pre-season, we're going to do some stuff over the summer anyway, and we're going to do a proper pre-season, won't we, um, preview right before the season. We've already got the two pre-season games, haven't we? Stoke and Walsall at home. Yeah, a bit strange. Though. Yeah, I think the Walsall one was probably arranged before, before. we swapped leagues. Maybe before we can swap, swap leagues. Yeah, as well. before we can swap it to the best guy. I like it there, like the social club. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what my point was there. I haven't had much sleep, Paul, in my defence. No, since last season, I've so, completely uh, lost chain of thought. What a professional podcast! Let's, let's do this. Let's do this draw then quickly. Are you going to do it live now? Doing that. Oh, fantastic! I tell you what, we do. Yeah. I'll do a Google random number generator. How about that? Yeah. That's the easiest one to do, isn't it? So, what? how many followers have we got? 1,063. Why am I typing? I'm not go- searching. I'm not going down every single one. What? Paul, you got yourself into this mess. Oh, my word. Okay, no, so how do you want to do it? I don't know. Yes, just make a number. But then how, wait, how are you going to do it? Then I'll go down the list by oh, many. <laughs> so make sure it's a small number. Okay. 
<coughs> so to 1,001. This is live, folks. We're doing this. Uh, 1,063. 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. you've got lucky 98. 98. Okay, right. So is, it, w- are you going from the top? I'm going from the top down. Okay, so 98. So this is just like... Take I've a just photo. Well, just, just so people don't question it, Paul. Yeah, 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 of course. Because people think... Because, you know, yeah, do you know yeah. I'm an honest man, but do you know you're a right rogue? <laughs> a right rogue guy? Just to prove. Look at that. True random number service. What great audio this is for everyone. Yeah, so I've got the list of followers okay. on our Twitter, um, on my mobile. I'm going to go down 98 people, and whoever's number 98 will win the uh, the t-shirts and we've got a large medium Two, or extra three, medium four, t-shirt four. for you if you want to win the signed Norse print from uh, his goal last year at Wembley that I've got a huge canvas of I've got the print upstairs frame behind me telly um, I'll put a photo of that up on the This Is Tramia Twitter and on mine at Matt Hibbert at This Is Tramia just tweet us at Matt Hibbert at Paul Harper 82 at This Is Tramia your favourite moment from the last two seasons, the two promotion seasons, and I'll pick a winner at some stage over the next week. I go away on holiday next week, so it'll be after that probably, but I'll pick a winner and I'll get it to you. You'll have to buy a frame um, for it, but I can give it to you in the tube so it's safe. Um, no problem. So yeah, just tweet us at this is Tramia, at Matt Hibbert, at Paul Harper, 82 your favourite moment from the last two promotion seasons and you can win the signed James Norwood print from Wembley last year. Paul? Right, I've, I've just about managed to count to 98. Hot dog, we have a wiener. Um, so, at Danny Glass, Danny Glasscott. Danny Glasscott. Glasscott. Danny Glasscott. Uh, yeah, you were 98 from the list that I had. So, yeah, you are the lucky winner of an amazing... L- limited edition, looks like Limited edition. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, basically a t-shirt with our logo on it. Yeah. So, cool. well done to you. Where Congratulations. The gym. Yeah. Do you, it's, uh, if he wants us to sign it, I'm sure we can <laughs> sign it for him. Yeah, if he wants to devalue it. It is I'll a one-off thing that, that Brad from Looks at Rebore very kindly did for us. Um, yeah. So, big shout out to him. He's yeah. He's got some um, Wembley bucket arts back in that I said I would plug. Yep, yeah, I've got two of them there. So, Purchased, um, went around to his house, very nice place. I'll give you the address out if people would like to go around and brick him. <laughs> Steve McNulty especially. Um, yeah, so obviously he's, you know, put a lot of his stuff around at Wembley, wasn't there? Um, it's, you know, I know it's not official club merchandise, but we're not an official podcast, so mm. we can say it's it's all, you know, he's a Trammy fan, his money's going back into the club, and he donated heavily to the... Um, SWA2. Which, and... yeah, we should probably touch on that quickly. I believe there was... A coach didn't turn up, didn't it? Really? Yeah, I think it was the Birkin Adventure, but it was two football coaches. I forget which team it was from, but a, a youth team, um, and the coach didn't turn up. So the coaches, the football coaches, the uh, the dads went and hired two cars and drove the kids down oh, and made it on. in time for kickoff. Yeah, and that, that's a day I'd they'll never. That. Yeah, it's a day they'll never forget. Yeah. So glad they could could get there because yeah. They could have quite easily said that. Yeah, coach forget hasn't it. turned up. It's out of okay. our hands, no. Yeah. But no, good, good. I'm and the whole SWT thing was amazing, wasn't it? 98 or something? It's un- unbelievable. People who, and like, done that, that Kids day. And parents. Yeah. Who coach travel and everything. They'll never it. forget that day, like all of us, but even yeah. better for them. And it's just, you know, it was, like I said on Twitter, I think 
there's people flogging tickets for the Champions League final for five grand, and then there's us putting whatever. You know what? It didn't matter. I put I think, me and my mum put fifty quid in between us. It's not much, but and you know, like looks at Rabor putting in a couple of hundred quid. Yeah, I chucked the twenty in. Yeah, do you know what? It's, it doesn't. It's, it's what it's what you what can you afford. Can, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah, and the other people put like big sums in, I believe. But it's, it's all relative, isn't it? A pound. If you can afford a pound, a pound adds towards a ticket. Yeah. It's what you can, and it's just amazing. Like it's a real the positivity around the club and the momentum at the minute, and for the past two years is infectious, and long may it continue. It's, it's a united force, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Everyone's coming together, uh, you know, pulling in the same direction. Players, obviously, the manager, um, the staff, owners, and the fans all coming together and. You've seen what they can do. It's we, let's be honest. We had no right to to get promoted this season. No. You think of some of the teams below who finished well below us in the league. Look at Notts County. The budgets got relegated. Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, yeah, we had the rubber Great green. Things can happen. Yeah. I, I I think I tweeted something like, you know, good things happen to good people, and, and there's plenty of good people involved. So I'm, I'm I'm made up for everyone. At yeah, the you know what it means. There's people, the heartbeat of the club, who don't get enough credit, don't want it. They don't want the limelight. They don't want the credit. Off the top of my head, you know, obviously Tim, Christine, Coombsy, of course, the legend. Like he's what? Like they're not getting the credit because you've taken it all. Well, but Paul, someone's got to take the credit. <laughs> But no, there's 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 like so many people behind the scenes who like work day in day out. You know, God knows how many hours. Tim's like the prime example. You know, um, the club would cease to exist without him and Christine, wouldn't it? And yeah. Kimsey, them three, just. But there's 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 so many people that that work behind the scenes to you know make the club tick, if you like. Yeah, it, it's that, and it's it's not. Seen. And it allows. Mickey and the boys to concentrate on the on the football and you know um, yeah I'm just made up for, for everyone at the club they deserve all the success and that so um, yeah made up even you like Rob Robert McNee who took over your role yeah he's I mean you know how hard that job is and you were doing a lot more than just that at the time weren't you but I really think that the stuff that the club's churning out now the content is Real top draw. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's been really good. And if we're going into the uh, the bit about why I left, go on. I mean, part of it was because this is I this was, is for what this is. This is the genuine reason because I, I wasn't sacked. Oh, this is the the, the joke. Was, won't, was, the joke won't end, Paul. By the way, you got no, to understand it that it won't end. But let me let me explain to listeners. The floor is your. I'll put my mic down. Okay, <laughs> this is Paul. The floor is yours. Mic this doesn't drop. happen very often. Might drop. Don't want to drop, it'll break. <laughs> uh, yeah, so at the start of the season, I thought it'd be quite funny to uh, <laughs> to kind of lead a conversation about why I left because like, people were asking and like, you know, it's nobody's business really. Um, but yeah, one of, one of the reasons was I was just absolutely knackered and it was just taking everything out of me. But another reason was, you know, we were stepping into football league, and I just like hand on heart, I don't think I can produce the quality of the content that the club are producing now. Um, so, for step aside, let someone better 
take it on and move it forward. And I, I was doing every, pretty much everything on my own. So I did the best that I could, but I thought, you know, I'll take it as far as I could. Um, and that genuinely was the reason why I handed my notice in <laughs> two days after Wembley. The day we recorded the um, the promotion podcast, which was partly why I got quite emotional on there. Um, Just a like Monday. An hour, an hour earlier, I had... Um, I had handed my notice in to the uh, to the owners, so it was the Monday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Monday evening. So uh, yeah, I hope that's all uh, all that people want to know. Cause and there was the ganja, <laughs> and there was all the other incidents we've touched upon. No, I managed to hide that quite well. And there was what Conor Jennings saw that day. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, you, you've never took credit for it, and you never would, but two two three years I forget when it was so two years ago. So yeah, it was last season. The day, as it stood, the day before the start of the season, talking away, a decision was made by someone no longer at the club, no longer involved at the club whatsoever. There is no, there will be no commentaries. There is no point us doing commentaries. And well, you made you you if you hadn't have said, "I'm going to do it. I'm the I'm in charge of the communications. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the kit." I'm going to commentate. I'm going to do it. If you hadn't have took it upon yourself to do that, there would not have been any commentaries last season. And it wouldn't have led to the Will Radio people getting involved and taking on the mantle. Like you single-handedly for like pretty much most of that season, up until the maid Stagenham and Redbridge was the... Was that your last... Or was that the start? The start thingy game, the Maidstone? Was it Maidstone? Maidstone, well, I... Had no voice. <laughs> yeah, the three-two. So for for like six months, seven months of that season, you were doing it. Sometimes just alone. So you weren't just commentating on them. You were taking all the gear. You were doing that. You were doing. You were tweet. You were live tweeting the, the, the stuff whilst you're trying to commentate on your own. Facebook. You were doing all the updates. Your job remit was not to do all that sort of stuff. Like there would have been no commentary, and just think that. No commentary. And do you know what, Paul? You put yourself down. Your fucking coverage was a lot better than I follow. And it's not the fault of the Will Radio, that's the fucking I follow is a joke. I think it's partly to do with the the kit that they've been provided with. Who provided it for them? I'm not sure, but... It's not the best. Yeah. Because we're... Well, we were using, we were using our own kit. Yeah, it was good. That we'd bought ourselves. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so we bought it. Yeah, so we'd, we'd kind of... We'd obviously done the uh, the mixer for the um, the FA Trophy stuff. Yeah, and the, the quality was spot on. And we'd so we'd managed to get the the quality right. So we we knew it we knew it worked. And obviously the, this season, I know they've had a load of problems, and you know Adam and Rob and Phil and everyone else who's been involved. As I know, it's been a bit of a ball ache for them trying to get you know everything working properly. But I think the uh, Sports Club, which we have to obviously shout out. For one, for sponsoring us and allowing us to to get some new equipment and stuff, but they're they're chucking in, I think, a few a few quid to help, to help them, them get some better equipment for next season. So hopefully, you know, the issues that you may have had this season, which I know it's like it's, you, you're paying like hard earned for yeah half a service sometimes, but um, hopefully, you know, so they, they'll get some decent equipment if they want any advice. I'm going to buy some of our old stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah so 
hopefully that will be sorted and they'll have a pre-season because they didn't do any te- they didn't have the equipment for pre-season when they were going to do the testing and stuff like that so hopefully they'll have a good pre-season test all the all the equipment make sure everything's working and then first day of the league one season well, yeah. league one um, you know it'll all be working but you know I, I don't I don't want no credit because like I was just doing what I thought was right because I think it was only right that the club should put out free to air stuff well free to air at the time obviously there's well, we won't get any coverage of anyone else were we and obviously there was real radio but not everyone can get real radio so I'm trying to make it as accessible as possible and I know I was bloody rubbish at it but um, you know I didn't have no help off Andy Doyle put it that way <laughs> if he's listening so uh, no I'm joking so uh, you know you just, you just do what you think is right and I, I always did that I always sort of that was the problem Paul you put the club first and that's what that's what Tim's what Christine's what Coombs you all do yeah and it gets to a point where you've got to either go do I want to do this for the rest of my life and it consume my life and this football club doesn't consume our lives but like do you know what I mean it, it, it consumes it, a lot of it it does even when we're not involved yeah just and like but then days like last Saturday just make it makes it all worth it doesn't it that yeah that moment when the goal goes in and then that full time whistle and just you can't stop smiling you, you just you'll never you can never explain it to someone who doesn't get it you can never explain it I hate to go back to copites but I I can never explain it to one of my he won't listen to this Dan Braun he's one of my best mates I've known, he probably is I've known him since I was one year old we've grown up together He's a copite. He doesn't go to the game. He watches it on the pub. He's going to Aintree Racecourse to watch it. And like, if Liverpool win the Champions League, he'll go out and get bladded and he'll be like, oh, mate, he's not like, mate, it's not. The- you will, you will, I hate being that guy. It sounds copite saying it, but they'll never know what I've, and when I say I, I mean all of us, but I'm yeah, just both yeah. my perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll never know what I felt when that goal at the back of the net and that, minute after they'll never know what I felt I don't wish it on anyone what I felt for the following two minutes <laughs> while they were pumping balls into the box from every angle and they'll never know what I felt full time when I'm hugging my friends my family my mum my missus just everyone and I'm just thinking like I'm looking for you and Jake and you know what I'm just thinking I'm just looking around and everyone there is dads with the kids mums with the kids there was like four generations of one family sat over there there was like a great granddad a granddad a dad and a son and you it was just like you're looking at them and these moments are just like we might never we might never ever get another moment like that in our lifetimes absolutely or it might be 30 you know like 30 years it was last time we had a promote um a promotion was 1991 so i was five and i'm 34 33 and 34 when these ones have happened if, if I have to wait another thirty years, Paul, I'll be I'll sixty five. Is that retirement age? Or have you put it up? It's gone up to seventy now. Fuck! I won't be having my pension. I'll be bus pass at least. I'll have a bus. bus pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you know what I mean? That's that's. I could wait now. Thirty five years. Another thirty years. I hope I don't. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna have to. I don't think I'll be alive by then. Quite frankly, the way life's going. <laughs> But yeah, you, you just you've got to savor these moments. You've got to treasure them. And I, I'll be. I want to get these photos done. I want to get them framed. I want to get them signed because like these moments, I still look at that normal thing now. I can't believe we've we've got a, another. I would argue that I, I enjoyed it more. It meant more. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was less pressure. Yeah, yeah. 
and I never, I, ca- I can't, I still can't believe it. Like, I never, th- I genuinely, and anyone who spoke to me all season, even as little as last week, going, do you think we'll do it? And I went, no, I really don't. I just don't think we will. Because I, I didn't expect us to, and I don't think we will. And we did. So who's fucking wrong, me? <laughs> Little thing to touch on, just before... We wrap it up. We, we wrap up this nine-hour episode. Um, I mentioned this in some of the fan interviews, and I've spoken to a few friends and family about this. This is the most un Tramia team that I've, that I've seen. So you think of doing a Tramia was... Bottling it. Yeah. You know, a big crowd. Bottling it. Underperforming. Yeah. Big game, bottle it. Yeah. Just pressure coming co- come short. Pressure comes on, crumble. Yeah. This theme is just heart, desire, bollocks, will to win, never giving up to the very last minute and, you know. Die for each other. Yeah. Body on there. the line. And um, Even lads who've come in and been here for like six months, like Sid Nelson. Straight in there, yeah. understand what it is. Perkins been here six months doing pull ups on the coach home. <laughs> Walks past me Mars at ten AM on Sunday morning in his tramway kit, <laughs> looking worse for fucking wear. But yeah, it's just the immense sense of pride that you know they they are. And Mickey always says like they're representing the people. I love how we speak. And, I love how he talks about this club. And you know he's he's so right because you know. It's uh, you know it's not we're not a, we're not in a wealthy area Birkenhead, you know it's it's people are hard working, you know they they work hard for the for the money, you know and they want to enjoy it as well and I think you've got the hard work, but you've also got the enjoyment and the, you know they they did don't half celebrate the lads, <laughs> but um, you know it's it's the embodiment of the of the town and I think it is the the the, the town the the center point of it the focal point of the of the town is the football club and that's the same in a lot of towns, but this this particular team just embodies this this town and it's uh, it's it's brilliant it's uh, so proud of uh, Mickey and the players and everyone it comes from Mickey he gets it he yeah gets it, well he's whereas, from a, he's from a small. Ta- like isn't he suburb of Glasgow? Isn't he? Is it Glasgow? Um, he's from. He's not from Govan. Paisley. Pais- fucking hell. yeah! Well, there you go. That <laughs> is, if Birkenhead was in Scotland, it'd be there. <laughs> that is, it, it's it, it's a place where it's put up. It's put upon. Times are always tough. You know, we're never going to be a glamorous place to, to live. Yeah. No one chooses. You know what I mean? No one goes. I'm looking for somewhere to to move to. Where's a nice place, Birkenhead? Because do you know what? They're, they're not going to. Yeah. We we'll put upon. We we defend it. We can laugh at Birkenhead, but we don't. Like, I don't like others laughing at it. I go, what are you saying? Yeah. We can laugh at it because we're from there. Yeah. Don't say anything about it. It's um. We've got that chip on our shoulder. Of we'll show you. Yeah, yeah, we'll show you, we'll show you what we're about, yeah, and that's what Saturday was about. Yeah. When there was fifteen thousand of us there, Mickey gets it, and the, the players get it. Yeah, yeah, every single player that comes into that team, it's instilled in them. Nor said on his bit, didn't he? he went, yeah. if there's bad eggs in this group, yeah, they can fuck they off. don't last long. If they're not, they don't. If they're not buying into this, and not to go on to a sad bit, but like I think we all know that James Norwood's time at this football club. Is come to an end. Realistically, I think we, you know, it's it's all but. From what I know, 
and I don't know much, but I've got a few people who tell me things, and they're normally right. You've probably got a few as well still. Irons in the fire. He's gone. Like, he ain't staying. And if it, even if it was me in his position, a fan of this club since I was a child, I'd be going as well. Because I, the money that he's getting out, and quite rightly so for the leading scorer yeah, yeah. in England... He's getting offered life-changing money by several teams, big sides, both in our in League One and above. Go and do it, James. James Norwood, go and get that money. Change your life. Get comfortable. Go and score goals for another side. Do you know what I mean? Move back home, wherever, wherever he ends up. I think there's Ipswich is what everyone's assuming is done. That's mm-hmm. what I've heard. Get that signing on fee. Get that weekly wage. You've done more than enough here. Do you know what I mean? He never has to, If he comes back, he'll never have to buy another drink in his life. Don't think he needs another drink either. <laughs> like there won't be a single Tramia fan that won't wish him well. Yeah, shake his hand. Shake his hand and go. Do you know what? Wherever he goes, he could. Do you know what? He could go to fucking Bolton for all I care. I don't think he should. <laughs> but if he went there, I'd go. Do you know what? Well, if he's looking for money. Yeah, Bolton's not the <laughs> Bolton's place not to the go. the best place to go. He, he, and you you dealt with him on a daily basis for a long time. Yeah, so I'm great. But then he, do you know the fact that like when you asked him, would you do the podcast? Yeah. When do you want me? Thursday night, I'll be there. Not some, you know, even some people would have been like, can you come to me? No. I think he just, I think his bear wanted him out of the house <laughs> and he wanted to get out the house. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It just, it's the mark of the man. And the way he spoke, on the podcast the day before they were going down to Exeter, Exeter as yeah well. like the way he spoke just go back if you haven't it's February episode SoundCloud iTunes Apple Podcast Spotify it's a two hour interview with Norse first half is like you know we're having a laugh asking about your know, teammates second half you see the real James Norwood there don't you he's, he's talking quite candidly about his career and about how I think he's had a lot of doubts He's not I feel, well, the I kind think, of guy who doubt, he doesn't strike you as someone with doubt about yeah, himself. Yeah. But you can see that, like I a, think, a couple of points, he doubted that he was good enough. Yeah, well, I think when you, it's hard, isn't it? When you seventeen, eighteen, you get signed up by a pro club, you get a couple of uh, fleeting appearances, and then nothing. Just discarded, you know, loaned out to Eastbourne, Eastbourne Butter and stuff like that. And then you find you find your feet, so to speak, and you know he ends up at Forest Green, but he's like played out of position. He's he's kind of he's just a, another member of the team. He's yeah, not he really wasn't stand out. And then obviously he gets his moves to Tranmere, and now he's like the focal point of our team. And now he can obviously helped us to promotion, and he said. That was the only way he thought he could move up the leagues. Was it's mad, isn't it? To, to win, win promotion. And he meant that he genuinely wasn't joking. And now he's proved himself, albeit one season, but he's proved himself that he can score goals in the Football League. And I think that's given him a lot of belief and stuff. And, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't think he could score that many goals. I don't think he even he would have told you. He said 20. He was looking to get 20 yeah, goals. Yeah, he says that strikers should always look for 20 should. as a benchmark. Yeah. If you're playing but, every game, playing 46 games, one every... One, that Before Re- Messi and Ronaldo came along and changed how we look at stats, 
one in two for a striker was seen as yeah, it was good. Was, that good was your top strikers, wasn't it? One in two. Yeah, but I think coming back to sort of he's the he's the focal point of the team, and that's why he scored so many goals. Yeah, as much as he's got like, plenty of ability, and that's you know unquestionable in the 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 work rate and everything else that goes with it, and the ability. But he is the centre point of our team. If we want to get out, we're going to knock the ball to him. Yeah. If we want to get crosses in the box, we were, we're looking to him to get on the end of him. If we sort of play in the little one-twos on the edge of the box, we want him to be shooting. Yeah, we are looking for James Norwood every opportunity. It's all based around him. And I'm not saying that don't leave and, and you know, um, go and get your money and, and you know, make make your life, really. Yeah. Which he's he's quite possibly you know going to be able to do with with Looks a big, like it. with a big move, but I don't think he's ever going to be as loved as big a focal point of any other team as he is here. But obviously, like, you know, Chamu's got a limited budget, and um, yeah, well, it's one of those. We've got to we've got to see them what we can offer players. Yeah, but whatever happens, he'll come back to Chamu and. You know, if the trust want to want to fundraise for another statue, I'd quite happily have a James Norwood statue outside Penton Park. A James Norwood and Conor Jennings statue. The two of them naked. <laughs> no. Ah, he's. You you quite easily get. Oh, I don't know how much statues are to to make and you know do all the rest of it. You quite easily, I would say, you quite easily off Tramir fans over the course of twelve months, say. You'd get enough money for a statue. To I'm going to say 10 grand. How much was the Kingy one? I've no idea, but they did a few events and stuff. You'd quite, if you, even if it took 12 months over you know, a period doing different things, you'd get money. I'll tell you what would happen. And I would, I would happily stick a shed load of money to have a, a statue of him outside. Paul, I'll tell you exactly what will happen. If, He's been here for four years. I'll tell you what will happen if, if we said we're getting a James Nord statue it would, in typical James North fashion, it would look like the Ronaldo one. <laughs> it would, something would go categorically wrong and it would be an absolute disaster <laughs> because that's what happens. Mm. It's been a while since he's had, oh no, he got a parking ticket, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> On Monday. Yeah. But then they, they wiped it and he said, donate to a charity. Yeah, I think he does have to pay it, but they, they, they're going to give it to charity. Did he say what charity he's giving it to? I'm not sure. I will go through... What about Obviously the Matt, the Matt Hibbert Ibiza fund? Mm. Does that need adding to? It needs a lot of. Uh, let me tell you, we are in. Da- we we da- need some more paracetamol here. We are in. <laughs> nice. We are in desperate need of donations down at the Matt Hibbert Ibiza club. Yeah, the pound it's is not the, cheap. Yeah, the pound isn't as strong as it if used I'm going to get around. If I'm going to get around in for weight, <laughs> I, I fucking will. I ain't going near any places like that. I'm going to the worst places in Ibiza on purpose. My my nineteenth trip there. So I'll, if Liverpool win on Saturday, I won't be here. Thank fuck. You haven't put it on purpose though. I genuinely didn't, but thank God I did. Now mm. I'll be I'll be in the air while. Oh, I'm in work. If, uh, tram, right, here's one for you. Try then. not to think about it. Tramier fans, every single one here, come out on Saturday and come to Bar Bar. So if they lose, it's, you know, we can have a laugh. I'll put, like, we sept- can have a celebration. I can put tequila September. <laughs> Zombie Nation and that on. Sweet Caroline. 
if they win even more of you need to come over to sort of like drown them out and they'll all be asking me going are you going to play Liverpool songs I bet sorry mate I didn't watch the game it's a Trammy promotion party <laughs> sorry what da, 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 da. yeah I'll tell you what I can't do play a final ever again it's getting a bit I think I think we're going to have a season without a play a final to be fair I, I, I don't want to go over the top but they might like they might be the worst like times of my entire life. Them games <laughs> at certain points in them. Yeah. Ta- like I'll tell you what. I love it. Are we like before the game? We were all saying, "Oh, this is a bonus." Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, we didn't really expect to be here. Do you Just long, relax. Do you know how long it took Enjoy me? Enjoy the day. And how stuff? long into the game it took me to say "fucking hell"? <laughs> Honestly, I think it was four minutes, and I went. To, I went. I even said to Tash, "I went." Do you know what I said like. <laughs> I'm not really that bothered I'm really fucking bothered about this game now and she went I knew it I fucking knew it you liar <laughs> she actually bl- um, live not live but she's filmed the day she's got like a good camera so she filmed the coach oh, down a little documentary style yeah and then like a blog sort of thing and then she didn't want to take a good camera into Wembley because I was like if we score it's going to happen I said in the unlikely event we score you do not want so she obviously hasn't got she's used a phone in the ground but she did manage um, I think she was filming the full time whistle and she's got like two or three minutes of that uh, and she's going to edit that together into a little vlog she started filming it while like when we got up I didn't I didn't sleep by the way did not sleep a fucking wink I got in from work on Thursday at like 5am got to sleep at like 6 and then my plan was get up early on the Friday be dead busy all Friday and then go to bed at like 9, 10 o'clock on the Friday so I had I think I had, I had three hours sleep on Friday like Thursday night Friday morning got up went to the gym done loads went to bed at 10 o'clock did I Paul ask you a question did I sleep a fucking wink no is the correct answer <laughs> not a minute no me neither to be fair it's mad isn't it I was exactly the same as like when I was five before Leyland Daff I was just yeah. in bed like excited <laughs> and nervous and yeah. just thinking I was waiting for it to, like the sun to come up and I was like what time can I get up and have a shower <laughs> like it was three o'clock and I was like I can't get up now it's too fucking early right before we go I I did put a, a message out on Twitter yesterday or the day before um, asking for messages so People have sent them in, so we might as well read them. Yes, by all means. Uh, right, Martin Darko. <laughs> now, I did actually bump into him at Wembley after the match. Has he got a private Twitter? Yes. Tell him to unprivate it, right? Because people, he's, he's started a thread about James Norwood funny things, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but he's on private. Yeah. Can you message him now? Tell him to unprivate his Twitter so people can see it. <laughs> Don't call him a scumbag. No. But. Just ask him politely. Yeah, uh, well, let me do it after we finish. Yes, Paul, by all means. Okay, right. Um, so I bumped into him. I was, I'll be honest, I didn't recognise him at first. Um, Drunk. Tiny bit. He was after the final whistle. Anyway, uh. right. Uh, so he says, before the game, I had to convince myself there was no pressure. It was a bonus <laughs> even being at Wembley, as we've just discussed. Uh, this feeling completely fucked off as soon as I got to my seat. Found myself like last year, not enjoying the game as much as I should. Perhaps it was the constant sun in the face and probably sunstroke, uh, which we've already talked about as well. Um, well, the fact that the game was just so tight, the crowd even sounded knackered as we were going into extra time. Last two minutes, however, I enjoyed every second, <laughs> celebrated some goals as a Tranmere fan, 
but I don't think anything compares to those scenes in the uh, 119th minute. I don't think they do. I think that is now. I think that is the iconic goal. I think it's over to Norwich last year. Mm. I think it's over to Everton, Barlow. I, I honestly think it does. It does for me. Well, funny you should say that. Go on. There's obvious recency bias, but that might be my favourite ever goal. There we go. I think it is everyone's now. Yeah, it is. Um, he says, special shout out goes to Paul, who I saw after the game walking away looking miserable. Made me doubt if we'd won for a minute. Well, Martin, I was still in a bit of disbelief, but miserable is my normal face. Yeah, it is. So Resting bitch face, I think I it's called. I can't get away from looking miserable all the time, so I apologise um, for making you doubt if we'd won or not. Um, anyway, right, uh, shout out to the non Tranmere Cockney fans who for the second year running I saw on the ground standing up uh, in other people's seats despite having no allegiance to Tranmere. You all looked like idiots and I'm be- starting to think that you're good luck charms. So nice one, you little meths. <laughs> Finally, to my sta- stepdad, who's an Everton fan, for not sparking me out after I celebrated the goal by putting him in a headlock. Could um, be worse, could be Jake Heroes, mate, you get punched in the head. So yeah, that was Martin Darko's little um, monologue. He did say he was going to record some audio for me, but he didn't have time. Probably still so, pissed. Um, Don't blame him. Indeed. Join right. the club. So, more messages that we got through. Where are we? I don't want to see them ones if you miss us, Paul. No. Oh, hello, what's that one? <laughs> Photo message. Uh, a lot of people asking, um, is Jake booked in for his tattoo? We've discussed that. He's going to get it done in... Um, Benidorm. Benidorm. Because if you're going to get a tattoo done, yeah. Paul, you want the best. <laughs> and you want to be... 15 euros. You want, you want to go in... 15 euros. Oh, you for money. Yeah. Oh, probably... You want, you want someone who recognises what Zumana Bacchino oh, yeah, yeah. is. 4am on the Benidorm strip. I can think of nowhere where I'd more trust a tattooist to get it right. What could possibly go wrong? Indeed. Indeed. So uh, yeah, that's that's happening, and we will get we'll obviously in due in due course. Well, I said I, I I think I said before we came on air, but I want to get tattoos now. Mm. I I, wanna, I don't. I I do. So like, I'm thinking, should I get J James Nord's initials and like 81 for the minute from last year, and CJ 119 for this year? Yeah. I'm thinking that small little ones, yeah. cheap is the main thing, <laughs> and less pain. Yeah, always think about the pain. Oh, I'm always thinking about pain. Right. Uh, Jack Walton um, said he would send us a message, but there are no words to describe how he feels. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nice one for that. Yep. Um, we've got some guy from Peru who said hello. Uh, Sorry? I, I, could re- <laughs> I mean, I could I could read it in um, in Spanish. Oh, go, go on, read it in Spanish, then translate it for us. I want to hear your Spanish. So, he's added three people. Yeah, it, it's... Um, in relation to Greg Clayton's video, which oh. we should give a shout out to as well, because it's... His vlog or the one he did yesterday? The one he did yesterday, which was the... Kind of like a season review. Yeah, what's it called? I've got it somewhere. Oh, it's it's favourite. It's the um, the line that... The, the commentator used, commentator yeah. Used. Wait there, let me get it on me. I want to get it right. Everyone should go and watch it, by the way. Everyone. James Norwood retweeted it. Yeah. Quote tweeted it, if you haven't seen it. A few of the lads have. Yeah, I don't... I mean... It's unbelievable. Yeah. Someone's just apparently done a really good one as well. Someone's just linked me to on Twitter. So um, well, we'll sh- we we have shared all the um, all the posts and stuff. So if you get onto our Twitter at, tr- at this is Tramia, 
Um, okay, it's, it's a club in ruins, now a club reborn, yeah. 2018, 2019, <coughs> Cleo on Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. 11 minutes long. It's videos, photos of... Um, the whole season. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. And that was his last vlog as well, wasn't it, Wembley? What a way to go out. Yeah, indeed. So big up big up to uh, to, uh, to Greg yeah. for uh, all, his, all his good work. So 100%. this is Andre Uceda Coro, who presumably lives in Peru. Um, basically telling three friends, no se merece el tramerovas en video, saludos desde Peru, which basically means, um, oi guys, uh, don't tramerovas merit making a video, um, greetings from Peru. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that was worth it, wasn't it? Uh, right, Richard Davis, this is what it's like to be tramier. Sing louder if losing. Cheer, not jeer. Pay your players on time within a budget. <laughs> Wonder who he's having a go at there. Can't think of anyone. Uh, <laughs> Any teams we're going with B. <laughs> Help forwards reach goal-scoring potential. Win loads of EFL awards for players and managers. Oh, and finally, yearly trip to Wembley. We're on our way. So, nice one for that. Uh, Peter De Henning. Uh, what more can be said, but thank you. To Mark and Nicola Palios, Mickey, the players, the staff, and the Super White Army for bringing pride back to this club we all love so much. Paul Millwoods, uh, very true. No, uh, where are we? Uh, SWA 1981. I broke my nose in the limbs <laughs> after Connor's goal and spent the next half hour simultaneously celebrating like hell, but trying not to stain my white shirt with the red blood. <laughs> Uh, so proud of the club and everyone around it. Roll on August. Um, so, yeah. That's it. Sounds painful. Yeah. And then the uh, last one we'll read out. Uh, Rob Davies. Cried when Connor Jennings scored and kept crying until full time. That's twice that this has happened now, as I was the same last year. I don't know why. Perhaps we care too much. Perhaps it's just the joy that the good times are on their way back. And I think that's a fitting message to end. As good a message as any. So thank you very much for getting in touch. Don't forget the competition where we've got a science print of the James Norwood photo from last year. Yeah. Signed by, obviously, James Norwood. I'll sign it as Matt well. will sign it as yeah, well. Yeah, of course I'll sign it. I'm not offering to sign it. No, we don't want to decrease would, it in value, do we? devalue it somewhat. So, um, yeah, get involved. Tweet as your best moment doesn't have to be even on the pitch could no, be anything. anything I mean I would say the more vague and the more kind of it could be Ollie Norburn rugby tackling or slide tackling Rover the dog yeah. knocking over Mark Palios's grandson it could be Andy Mangan's antics after we got promoted last year it could be the tent last year yeah. it could be you know the tent this year it could be Conor Jennings' winning goal it could be Norse's goal <laughs> it could it, be something that happened on the coach on the way down it could be with um, Mike Dean it yeah. could be anything it could be uh, what was his name Jay McEverly having to put the goal net up at Solihull Moors <laughs> at the start of the season yes. two years ago just any it, it doesn't have to be one you can send us a list of multiple do a thread if you want um, just your favourite moments or favourite moments from the last two years the two promotion seasons at This Is Tramier at Matt Hibbert at Paul Harper 82 on Twitter and we'll pick a winner and they'll get the signed James Norwood print from his goal last year that's now been relegated to second place in my favourite Tramier goals <laughs> by Connor Jennings. So, yeah, 
Thank you very much for tuning in. As ever, thanks for all the support this season. Just finally, like, go on. The, the amount of people that came up to me in the tent on Sunday just to say, thank you for the podcast. We really love the podcast. Paul, same thing happened to me. Very humbling. In the torch. But it's like, it's like, you don't need to thank us. No. We love it. So the fact we that do people, it if no one listened. The fact that people enjoy it as well is a bonus. Yeah. So, but it, it yeah. It was it was very kind of people. It to is, hear. isn't it? I had so many people in the torch. And someone came over to me, shut my hand, not realizing that I had a full pint in that hand. Another pint, so it went everywhere. So I apologise to the sw- swilling people. <laughs> Stuff in the shock tent. horror. Paul Harper swills innocent <laughs> people at Wembley. <laughs> it's yeah, nice to Paul. Was... It's so many people again in the torch. Just walking down Wembley Way in the torch and walking back and in the ground. Just said again, love the podcast. Um, keep it up and he said that loved the mix and stuff like that and I, I it's just me babe was like again who are all these people and I was like I don't know but they're just being nice yeah, yeah. and it's like me mum was like oh a lot of people seem to know who you are and that's, <laughs> I don't know why she speaks like that she's a cockney <laughs> like a proper like Sid Nelson cockney from proper like Greenwich London um, I, one last thing again Paul before we wrap this fucking 19 hour podcast up my mum's family down south like her like she's got two sisters so there's one side a Charlton one a West Ham and they're both bonkers like we are for Tramia and the Charlton ones were obviously the day after and they were all they were going to come on the Saturday but they couldn't make it for two days and they all text the day before just going good luck and he said Le-. and then after it they went leave some luck there for us and I went down obviously I was down at my beards on the Sunday beards parents and they're all of them watching the rugby sevens in this tent. I'm not my cup of tea. So I was like, can I watch the trial final in the front room? Me and her granddad sat there and there. And like... Four minutes in. <laughs> I They scored. And I just went, they've done exactly the same as what we've done. But better, even if it's the night that was kick, the kickoff and it was full time, weren't it? Mm. And I was like, I can't believe it. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking of it because I was like, they've, they've experienced exactly yeah. what we've just experienced. Wasn't that the goal where he passed it back to the goalie? No, that they conceded that. That yeah, was yeah, after four, I mean, minutes. Yeah, four yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's the, that's the look you left. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like remember that you said about doing that doing a tram here. Yeah. I left that. I went. Oh, by the way, you're going to do a tram here this year. But you're also going to pull it back, so don't worry about it. But <laughs> if we'd have conceded the goal at that, I'd have left, I reckon. I'd have gone, fuck this. Three years on the run, fucking can't be asked. You'd have had to uh, have changed the pin tweet, wouldn't you, on your Twitter? Yeah, would have. Paul Black, fuck off. No, this one's better. <laughs> What's the point, like? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the best thing about that video is when you watch the, the slow motion of it and you see the fans behind the goal, I've never seen so many fans put hands on their head. It was like they were doing five fucking tragedy. <laughs> or the Macarena. You'll never see that many people in unison just go, and you can just see the mouths go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and just fuck. Oh. Like, unbelievable. But like, yeah, amazing for them to do that. Yeah. In the night. And again, it was at their end as well. And for, yeah. You can't, like, if you could, if you could write the way to get promoted, it would be in the playoffs and it would be a winning goal the best way, in the last it? minute in front of your fans and we got it, it really, on a sunny day it's it, I honestly don't I honestly don't think it'll ever get I can't see how it can get better no I can't like it really shouldn't be the best way to get promoted but it is it is like you win the league 
Yeah, you get a nice trophy. But the, that trophy for the playoff, it's fucking amazing. That, what was that massive one they wheeled out? Where's <laughs> that? Where's that now? I don't know. Where do they keep that? <laughs> There's got to be a fucking lock-up somewhere with that massive trophy in it. That they are, uh, by the way, did you see? Yeah, they had to put strips of AstroTurf down. I know, yeah. so like, the <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, one at a time. Um, so, yeah, anyway. I think we should we should finish now. Yeah, I, I need We've to... We've done just... one last thing for, like, the last four things. <laughs> We've done one last thing for the last three hours. <laughs> Jake Keogh got off five hours ago. Yeah. Let's wrap it up then, Paul. Wrap this shenanigan up. Competition. Congratulations to the winner of the This Is Tramia t-shirt. Get in touch if you want a medium, extra medium or large. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll send you a name? message. I can't even remember. <laughs> Fuck. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll DM. I'll have to listen back to this. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. I'll, I'll get this up ASAP, don't Richard, worry. Richard, someone. Was it Richard? I don't know. Anyway. Um, Whoever you were. We'll, we'll remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll get in touch. And so, the main competition where you can still win... Tweet us your favourite moment from the last favourite moments from the last two years. Goals, silly things, yeah. anything to do with the club could, could be anything. James Norwood, the weirder the better. Yeah, James Norwood turned up for a bloody wedding at the wrong place a couple of years ago. Just anything Trammy related. Your favourite moments from the last two years, the two promotion years. At this is Trammy on Twitter. At Mike Hibbert, at Paul Harper eighty two. Is it at Jake Keogh with two H's? Two H's. Yeah, tag us all in them. Yeah, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Um, if you're on iTunes leave us a review and you yeah Apple Podcasts um, on your iPhone leave us a review and a star, five star rating it takes if you 30 think. seconds and it just helps us look better than we are yeah is it working again Paul did you figure out what the yeah, problem was it was working what it was, was working it? last night but I don't know why it's just an Apple problem yeah if there's ever any problems that you can't get it on the Apple Podcasts or iTunes let us know it's just it's just every now and again iTunes and Apple has a little brain fart and things yeah. don't work but let us know nothing we can really do because it was working if it doesn't work on there go on SoundCloud or Spotify because they're always SoundCloud's probably the quickest and easiest one where it always will work yeah yeah because we upload direct yeah. do you know what I'm going to say probably that many bloody people trying to download it Paul yeah well you had the I figures so. did I give you the figures yeah so it was uh, a lot of people are listening so it really it really is humbling I, it, it was quite I don't know about uh, you, Paul. Last, I was quite surprised. Uh, but here we go. Chris Malkin won. And we've got to say big thanks to uh, to Chris again. Oh, huge thanks. It was um, that. Was, yeah, so 13,553. Yep. Was that just 12 months? Yeah, in the last year. On iTunes, Just on iTunes. That's iTunes alone. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. So that was... There's loads more of you on that Spotify. Was, that was downloads. And, and like, that was just downloads. So like, that's... Fucking 14,000 downloads in a year. Yeah. And to think, Paul, I, I can on. say this, you can't, or you probably can now, but there was someone at the club again, not there at the club anymore, said about the podcast two summers ago, what's the point? Mm. What's the point? Does it make any money? What's the point? Does it make any money? Mm. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's never supposed to make any money. We've no. done it. Off our own backs with our own. If it doesn't make any money, in fact, it costs us fucking money to buy the equipment and pay for the subscriptions. And now, thanks to the tra- uh, supporters club, yeah. they covered our costs, so we are now cost free. Yeah, and in fact, get that, your memberships. By the way, yeah, get, your... get in there, get in all those before the game. Buy the merch. Same with the trusts. All these things, all the money goes back in. But especially supporters club, getting all those. 
um, I believe there's another support- retro shirt on the way, Paul. I believe so, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if it was Claret and Blue 1990? I've got a feeling it probably is going to be. I can't fucking wait, so I'd never have to wear my real one again, so I can't <laughs> get wrecked. Um, yeah, support the club everywhere. Get your season tickets. Three and a half thousand sold. Let's give it a go in League One. Yeah. We're going to... Right, I said this last year. We're going to lose games. We're gonna. There's going to be games where we're coming up against teams like Sunderland who are still getting fucking parachute payments from the Premier League. We're going to get beat. We might even get smashed in some games. Stick with the boys. Stick with Mickey. They have got so much fucking credit in the bank now. Like, do you know what? We could be rock bottom at Christmas. I won't be fucking saying sack Mickey Mellon. No. We could go down this year. Don't sack them. I honestly don't think we will. Because Shouldn't. they have earned the right. <coughs> I've, I, I think we will struggle this year. We will not be challenging. I just don't think we will. No, I, I, but again, I don't know so. what squad we'll have. Yeah, but yeah. even so, I just think there's so many big sides in this league now. There's so many money teams. It's a much bigger golf, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous. And you look at some of the teams that are like, you know, have come down into this league over the years. It's, it's going to give us, you know, consolidate, finish 19th. I won 14th, that's what I always like. Yeah. But, um, We've just got to stick with Mickey, stick with the boys. You know, every game, let's make every game like it was this year. Every game's a big fucking game. Yeah. Celebrate every goal like it's a big goal because it is. Mm. Every win we get, let's get to 50 points. And who knows? Yeah. So stick with us too because we'll uh, we be doing some specials over the summer. Yeah. We'll try and get some of the lads on from the coming squad. Yeah, once they've got back from MAGA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a few other little little things we got in the pipeline. I mean, we've, we've hope, uh, hopefully over the next over the summer, fingers crossed, we get Connor Jennings. Hopefully, get Macker on for one last like look back at his time at Tranmere. Yeah, maybe who knows? Try and get Norse. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, we'll try. We'll try. We'll we'll see what we can do. Anything, we've got a few any, other sort of specials. And, yeah, we've and, got, know, got a few ideas. Aren't we to do some documentaries? And yeah, things as well. So it's ambitious, but you know, set, set aim high. Yeah, yeah. We'll get them done and, and hopefully we can. Uh, Problem with going into the playoffs is that well, we've only got two months before the season starts again. Yeah, so. not ideal, is it? <sighs> Fucking hell, not ideal. We'll sort it. Yeah, support right, the boys. So, yeah, Paul, go and wrap it up. Thank you very much for tuning in. This has been This Is Shamir. Promotion special. We are going up. See, we are going up. What is going on at this football club? Two promotions in two years. Enjoy the ride, enjoy the summer. Paul got the island. Suadomi! Suadomi! <laughs> <laughs>